This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside with me, as always, he's the Madonna to my whore, it's Matt Bungard. What up? And what? the saint to my sinner, it's Mitch Doyle. G'day everybody. How are we all? Are we well? Good. We want to crack on? Uh, well, no, the NBA's ruined, so that, that happens. Basketball's well, that's an, ruined. You, you, you can't have any nice things, Mitch. Well, well if people don't know, the Callum Ponger of the NBA in LeBron James yep. went from <laughs> the Cavs to the Lakers, which actually is like was the least gut-wrenching that happened in the NBA, gut-wrenching that happened in the NBA last two days. The uh, Warriors signed DeMarcus Cousins, which would be like the equivalent of rugby league of like when the Storm were really good and they lost that one finals to the Met, to Manly, like if they just like signed Thurston and Matt Scott in their prime or something for no money. And it, you know, maybe. maybe yeah. it's, it probably isn't enough of a level for the equivalent. But yeah, so that's good. They signed Greg Inglis for... Hang on. Yeah, so uh, great stuff. Rugby but, uh, league is great, though. It is. Mm. Anyway, let's move on to what we're here for. We'll get, what, what a sport. Get past the depression into the, uh, into the rugby league. Yeah, go mm. move towards the light, Mitch. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, Thursday night at Wollongong Stadium. St. George Illawarra 20, Parramatta lose. Uh, St. George did nothing to deserve this game, and this game should have been hey, shot into the Matt, sun. Matt Dufty did plenty. He's a very good rugby league player, in my humble opinion. Uh, how, look... If if the Eels can play for sixty five minutes, I remember a few years ago on this podcast we talked about cutting all the time difference out of rugby league and having sixty minute games. Is that how <laughs> Parramatta are going to win a premiership? No, no. Para and the and the Raiders, mate. I think the Raiders yeah, would well, win that one. That's a good point, uh, mate. This is just one of those things. Like <laughs> how I know I know the Dragons are a good team, but I don't. I just don't know how the Eels lost this. Still, yeah. I know what happened. I know what happened, but Eels were all over them for seventy seven minutes. Yeah. All over, I and mean, the tries I conceded was that um, that you know, luckiest try in half time, mm. off the kick and and Dufty in support, you know, decent his try, and then right at the end the one to lose it was again off that, that terrible Will Smith kick got the Dragons in position. Yep, kick it anywhere else in the field, like another get like another ten meters in though in the game, kick it where he did, and then Dufty kind of grabbed the ball out of poor old David Gower's hands and dove over under the post. He, but like Gow- Gower kind of I can imagine would have thought that he had that and he thought he was just going to slide in under the posts and. Win the game for his team, but yeah, boy, did he not! Yeah, the team that was all effort in this game was was the, were the Eels. Nathan Brown was on fire. I thought Tim Manor with a step and a line break. Mate, he made the Dragons' middle look pedestrian. It was bizarre. Tim Manor was on fire. Um, Penny Taylor probably got off the bench again. And did um, Tim Manor get a try assist? He did. That was well, a try assist. It was. That was his own run step. Fantastic stuff there. And then line even um, Vave had a good game. Yep. And Nia Core, the young fella on the edge, was pretty solid too. And Jared Hayne had a good game. And you put that many players for the the Eels having a good game together, and they still didn't bloody win. Haynes' try was pretty good. He he outmuscled Vaughn, who's you know one of the strongest players mm-hmm. in the Dragons team, and put it down. And yeah, as you say, he did enough to. They did enough to win the game. They did enough to win like three games. Yeah, it was just that they, the Widdop, the Widdop uh, try assist that kick him behind. I I didn't think was going to be much, but yeah. They, you know, he rolled the dice the and, and it paid off. Widdop is a bit kick happy, and sometimes it can be is. costly. But that was one of the one of the better ones. Good time to two take the risk. Two two kick happy halves on this team. Yeah. Just that you know, so most of them don't work. But. And then oh, yeah, on the other side, on the dragon side, I mean, I'm not going to look too much into this. It was a bad game, but like the entire team's backing up from rep football yeah. pretty much. Because and it was the Thursday night game, and you just know those Blues players were drinking to Wednesday. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, DeBellin and Fr- like Frizzell didn't even play, but you know, DeBellin was on it. You know, Paul Vaughan was on it. And you also know that the English players like Widdop and Graham are coming from overseas. Yeah, like, they they, they, got, s- they said on the footy show that 
uh, Armour showed up at when, on like Wednesday morning to yeah. training and was like, yeah, I'm ready to play. And they were like, no, go home. Have a rest, mate. You've yeah. been in airports for the last three days. But that's it. Like, you know, these guys were gas on the day and they, and they stole the win they didn't deserve. But that happens sometimes. And I think the fact that they didn't crack more in terms of paramount yeah. pressure is what got them the game in the end when they came back and stole it. But, yeah, not an impressive game. Like, you know, you, we all saw it. Ben Hunt was woeful for majority of the game, but he did, did put a, <laughs> a triumph of a kick on third tackle, which is I, something else, but yeah. Didn't go into people's yeah. legs, which is I a nice I still don't change. think Parramatta are going to come off. They no, I don't. have to win some games soon. Oh, they're going, they're, we've said this a couple of times. Yeah. I've, said it for, I've been on this wagon since like 10 well, weeks Well, look, ago. their next two games are Knights Bulldogs, so... That'll decide it. Knights now, as we know, without Kalen Ponga, without, I think they're out Mitchell, Mitchell Pierce as well this weekend again, so yep. they're there for the taking, but the, the spoon battle is well and truly open. Yeah. And, a few uh, teams that could win it. Even the Cowboys could get But they, that, just, so. they simply there's too much effort in this Eels side and you just I can't see them going without winning two more games. Actually, two I'd be great. Alrighty, moving on. Yeah. Uh, Mount Smart Stadium, Friday night. New Zealand Warriors, 15. Cronulla Speaking Sutherland, 18. teams, I have no idea how they lost. The Warriors. My God, this looked over and done with. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've Yeah, it, it's it, 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 yet another... This is a weird one. It's, it's like, you know, if Isaac Luke just gets tackled after that kick gets spilled. No, nah, they saw it was offside already. Did they? Yeah, that, they sent up no try. They knew he was offside. Yeah, so okay. they let him catch it and score, but they were, he was getting penalised either way. But uh, they, could, they called that during the... They called that on the play, though, didn't they? They knew they straight away. Run, yeah. yeah, they let him run. Because once he caught it and there's a try line in front of him, you just see what happens. They yeah. knew he was offside. They sent up no try. But if he doesn't get involved... Or if he just stays on the side, they win the game. It, even yeah. if the kick stays down there kind of thing. Yeah. You know? They, yeah. And then they... Because, you know, Holmes made a mistake. Yeah. And let's not harp on about refs because that's not our brand. But fuck, that pass was... Oh, yeah. That was the lines you saw first look. And it's not the same as the one of the... Flo- look, you know, the Darius Boyd one was over a long yeah, distance. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, a floater. This was meters. a very obvious forward over like a three-meter pass. With a touch judge right there. And, yeah, uh, just... and it was also thrown over the, the, the line. Yeah. <laughs> the straight line no, there. Not a good look. Not a good look. And I don't, right I don't there. understand it. And it's one of those ones is Like, remember... We still remember that. The one I always stick back to with this... You know, the bunker not reviewing forward passes is that Morris one like three years ago against the Broncos where he threw it like four meters forward and they couldn't change it. Yeah. It's just hard to stomach. I know it's a now, but you watch it happen. And you look at that, you're like, "We all know this is not a try, and you have to give just it." Let the, yeah. Just let them rule on forward yeah. passes. And uh, that's you know that's not the reason. That, I know they scored right at the end, but the Warriors failed to put the game away in that yeah. last couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. I agree did. with that. And um, it, it, it was kind of feel like typical Warriors of previous years again when they got up to a big start and the, and the Sharks fought back. But then the 2018 Warriors came back to life when they started kicking their way back into the fixture. And, and Sean Johnson and Black Green were taking control. They kicked a really smart field goal, and you thought, "Oh yeah." This is that Warriors team we're was, used to again. That now. was a smart field goal because that wasn't yeah. a set play. So, but and yeah, exactly right. And on the other side, though, you have again this bloody Sharks team will not go away. No. And what they generally do when they're when they're in a, in a dog fight is they they wait till you make mistakes. Yeah, and they did. And they did. They'll, yeah. they'll just do their thing. They'll finish their sets. They'll try to kick to corners and let you make mistakes. And they and and you know it happened. And I mean, how would you feel conceding a last minute try to Edric Glee with yeah, his history? That I feel for them. And I, you know, and they, and they had that kick up. Val Holmes made that error, and they somehow end up there, down there and and lose this football game. Who knows? And they've come out of this game again. They've got Tohu Harris and Bunty Afoa injured. They just have. They just haven't got the best seventeen ever at this point. There's now an absolute just cluster of teams eyeing off those two, last two spots in the top four. Mm-hmm. And the Warriors, for how good they looked in the first half of the year, oh, mate, have just... stumbled a couple of times in the yeah. last few weeks, and are now being been dragged right into that dogfight. Yeah, they are, and they're, and they're getting more injuries as the weeks roll past. Yeah. I mean, Bunty and, and Tohu have been two of their best forwards this season, if not their best forwards. 
and, and that's, they're both they're, they might genuinely struggle to end up with a home final. There's a take for and, it. Yeah. And that's the thing is that, as as you say, I mean, they, they could be seventh. out of... They, they could finish yeah. seventh or eighth. But like, this is what could have potential, potentially happened to a team like the the Bunnies or the Dragons. In, both teams have been relatively blessed with injuries this season and the Warriors have had you know yeah. three or four big injuries over the course of a season yeah. and it just derails your consistency. Yeah, and even though I like, I like the Warriors, I don't feel sorry for them having to back up after a rep fiction. <laughs> no. They've gone like no. 20 years without having to back up, so that, you know, fair enough on that. On that and, regard. you know, every other team had to do it. Like yeah. the Dragons and Souths had to back up with their entire team's playing rep football and, and also in the end they didn't cross the, cross the right stripe after the seventh minute in this game they, sc- they scored two, the, twice in the first seven minutes and that was it for the Warriors I yeah. mean that's also not good enough if you want to win football games right but yeah I do I do like the look of Isaiah Papaletti though a 19 year old edge back row who's you know as you said earlier before he's taken um, Simon Mannering's job but it's pretty rare these days you get a, an, a young young forward like that playing 80 minutes every week and he's doing it to some aplomb currently uh, take on our friend, your friend and mine, Aaron Woods' performance. He was, he was, he was Aaron Woods. He was okay. Yeah, you know, that's, and uh, that's all you can be. He's in a role now that you know he's behind Pryor for Feeder and Gallon. He'll be, he'll be okay all year. He'll be fine. Sigiaro's hitting some real nice form there, though, which I like to see. Probably, I'll probably lose him this off season. There's a couple of teams like who need a hooker, and I, I'd love to see him go back to the, being the, the, the guy mm. again. So maybe like a Parramatta or a Tigers or somebody mm. can bring him on. Can Can Cronulla miss the eight? No, no, pretty much. Like no one in the eight can pretty much miss the eight now. They can't. It's, That's it's, such a it's quite unlikely. It's a six, a it's a six point gap. Yeah. Like it's a big. It'd be something huge for teams to miss the eight. I saw that this was the first time that a six point gap had opened up in the top eight era. Like just ever, ever since like nine or since like ninety five yeah. or whatever. Since like, yeah, right now you, Brisbane are eighth, twenty points. Canberra ninth, fourteen. Yeah, like mm. I can't. This was that, and we'll come on to that. You know, it can happen, on, but, but this teams... that was a six pointer that they, they talked yeah, about. Yeah, big time. It's essentially you have to win two more games out of the Sharks or, or Sharks or well, Brisbane to win two more games to not make it. Yeah, like yeah, that's not going to happen. You wouldn't think. No, no. We have to, okay. we, but it would be funny if it did. I was going to say Aaron Woods playing finals. I mean, yeah, uncharted funny. waters. Well. Speaking of uncharted waters, Adelaide, yeah. and by uncharted waters I mean <laughs> anyway, Adelaide Oval, Eastern Suburbs eight, Melbourne. Nine. Lord, this is the bludger. Um, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't really either, but you know what I love? I love scrum penalties. <laughs> do you love scrum penalties, Bungard? Can't get enough. Do you yeah, love right. missed field goals? Yes. Do you love charge downs? Missed penalty goals, I mate. do love a charge down. Do, how do you feel about missed penalty goals, as Mitch said? I'll yeah. say what I love more than all those things, though, is blokes brushing other blokes <laughs> yeah. in the handshake line that, after it, the game. It was, uh, it, was a, it was a scene for all comers, It was really. Twitter coming alive. The, the, it was. <laughs> it was real. And that was quite. It was quite. I was funny. waiting for the subtweets. Uh, as we all know, Cooper Cronk shook hands with Camby, hugged every other player. Yeah. Like so beef is real, baby. Yeah. Beef is real. Nah, but maybe he was just really good friends with uh, Tui Cammy Kamika <laughs> while he was there, <laughs> yeah. and him and Cam Smith. Yeah, Pakafusi, really who's just down there um, now, best mate. <laughs> Christian Welch. To be fair, yeah. he's probably confused who, who yeah. Pat Kafusi was. He was like, oh, mate, you've lost so much weight. Yeah. I love what you've done with your hair. No, it's, it's it's a nice little win for, for the Storm. I mean, the Roosters are under strength too, but the Storm go into this game with Jerome Hughes at seven, a deliberate move, but, you know, him at seven. They have Kenny Bromwich playing at lock because they've lost... Um, they've lost... Uh, Delphinuk and they've lost Jesse. Like they were pretty underdone, and they, and they came away with a nice little handy win. They were, they didn't play very well, and neither did the Chooks. Wow, yeah. But Cam Smith, in you know his milestone game, came up with that field goal. Yeah, and bloody hell, he loved it. <laughs> he's only kicked four his whole career, which is a surprise. But he I guess when you nailed Co- that Cooper Cronk's kicked over twenty, he's it's, the one. He's been the man to look to. These yeah. are two of the better teams as well. Like, are we just 
Are we all happy to just make our peace with the fact that no one is particularly good this year? No one's great. Yeah. There's, there's, there is good teams. There's eight yeah. good teams this year, mm. but there's no... And that's, I actually think it might be a better thing. I know everyone's looking for great sides. Yeah, no, I'm not, for a I'm while not now. saying that necessarily so, as a negative. The last years have gone into the finals going, oh, it's one of those two teams. Yeah. And at this point, I wouldn't be surprised by anybody in the eight making a run and winning it. Yep. Anybody, I wouldn't be surprised with it. And, you know, that's, that's probably it's a good thing, man. We'll go into the finals. Yes, the top eight's pretty much decided, but the jostling now is going to happen for the top four. And we can generally go into week one of the finals thinking every game could be anyone can win it, and which that's never really happened in our lifetimes. No. You go back to probably 2005 as the last time the comp was really wide open when it yeah. made it to the final. And I mean, it's a bit of an early crow on that anyway, but you could come to finals and just like 2005, some teams lost some key players or yeah. coming in a poor form. Things can change from now and then, but... The you key know, difference is we don't have the fucking awful McIntyre system anymore. Mm. No, we don't. And it, but yeah, this game, I mean, I know it was only 8-9, but you can still saw some good moments on either side. The Troll Mitchell missed that penalty from in front to essentially win the game, which is great. not great. But Takayaho, you know, his form is going on the upturn for, for the, uh, the Chooks, and they're playing a little more direct than early in the year, and hopefully for, if they want to be a contender, that's how they'll get there. And they're getting a bit more out of Tedesco post-Origin, I feel. Did uh, did Big Dick Vic go and report in this game? He did. He's missing a game. No, oh, well, yeah. nobody wants that. Uh, yeah, thoughts on taking games to regional areas? What was the crowd? Oh, mate. Adelaide, 17 and a half. Pretty good. It was not too bad. B- bit of a tough game. Again, they're going to Adelaide after playing Origin and Rep. And the, the, mm. I know the club didn't pick when they're playing the Storm, but it would have been nice if this yeah. wasn't that weekend for that regard. Uh, it's also a terrible venue like mm. for, for uh, rectangular field sports. Also obviously. a terrible city. I've never been there, but <laughs> shout out to one Andy, uh, Adelaide listener, Andy Cusson, sorry, one guy from Adelaide, everyone else. Yeah. I mean, he loves it so much, he's, you know, he's, he's marrying an Adelaideian, so he is. the poor bloke. Cop that. Uh, alrighty, speaking of cop that, Penrith 18, Manly Warringah 18, sorry, Penrith 10, Manly Warringah 18. Uh, yeah, one of the more surprising results of the year. Ten, the Trent Hodkinson show. Indeed. <clears throat> yeah, it's just one of those, you know, again, origin backup kind of things really got Nathan Cleary down. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't actually played quite very well since he got back from that knee injury. He hasn't had a good game for Penrith in my, for mine in that period and also hasn't been a stand-out for the Blues. But it made a difference here, you know, getting guys backing up from origin with Penrith and a couple of injuries kind of catch up with them. But, you know, Manly did, did enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they only had to score, what, three tries? Yeah. And they... But they mate, just defended Penrith out of the game, in but, my opinion. But credit to it, mate. They lost. Yeah. They lost um, Dylan Walker after forty-eight. They lost Matt Wright after forty odd minutes. Yep. Credit to them throwing the rest of that together and figuring it out. Mm. You know, we haven't been big on this manly side most of the year, but Jake Dvojevic backed up Origin with eighty minutes because he had to. You know, yep. these guys and Marty Tapao only played thirty-five, which is fair enough. But like, you know, you've gone out there with two of your backs not playing the full game, and Tapao barely playing because he's backing up. Yeah. With all the injuries they've had, and they and they beat. Guys who were pretty much premiership favourites three weeks ago. Mm. Um, it did seem like Maloney was very, very sore in this game. Um, I was yeah. listening to something, I heard somewhere that you know it's one of those. Sometimes as you as you get older, you want to play the next day so that your body doesn't have a chance to kind of get sore. Mm. Um, but obviously, with a longer turnaround for these players than some of the other guys, um, he would have pulled up a little bit more lame. He's an older player now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they. Neither of the Penrith halves really looked much of the goods they in this didn't. game. And then, um, as Imots tweeted at us, Imots seven uh, two balloon moments: letting Matt Wright score and Trent <laughs> Hodgkinson score. <laughs> like, and and it, Trent Hodgkinson untouched. Yeah, did, no, nice he try. didn't have anyone with Koo, within Kui. Yeah. Great, great handoff from uh, Jake Trebojevic. Though it was, it was. I thought this game though. I thought like Manly were on top for the first. Really early, but once DWZ scored, I thought that was going to be it. Penrith were going to crack open, but not. Nah. And especially that style of try, they kept going. 
and they just they threw that team together again and somehow got a win, which is, you know, it's not going to make them contenders or anything or put them in the finals race, but that win's a big win for them because they were on four wins, one win off the spoon before this game. Mm. Uh, I must credit to Penrith, though, for making Joel Thompson look like Jason Tamalolo in that try. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Good stuff from them. Well, one thing in the spoon race, though, is that the Eels have got terrible for and against. They're 100 they points do. behind most of the other teams. Knights have a worse one, but Knights have, have six wins, which probably kept them away. But uh, the Eels are going to need to you know win probably six games not to get the spoon, or five games. But some part of me thought that Manly had a positive for and against, but I was very wrong. No, no. I apologise. Right. you think they need to win five more games? No. Or five overall, total? Right, right okay. Six, so like, six total. I, I'm pretty no. sure eight wins would not get them the spoon. No. No, Eels probably need to win six games and not get the spoon. I, I agree with that. But, yeah. but they could win two in the next two weeks. They could. Well, it's a big, big period for them. It's like, it's like their finals. It's like their Christmas. And I, I, I feel like, we'll get to the preview in that, but I feel like they'll get the biscuits next Same. two weeks. Yeah. All righty. Speaking of biscuits, dog biscuits. Yeah. Newcastle 16, Canterbury-Bankstown 36. Jeez. In, yeah, a little bit of a snoozer this one. Yeah, embar- oh, mate. it's just embarrassing at this point. You can't have the team that's equal last come to your... Oh, but mate, they stadium. To be fair, they lost two of their spine players in the first half. Yeah, uh, and, as we were talk- we were talking about earlier, Caelan Ponga out with a hamstring injury, and Slade Griffin out with one of the worst knee injuries I've ever seen. Yeah, it's nine plus months apparently. I feel for the bloke. He's he's damaged like every part of his knee. Looks like a potential career ender. Yeah, to like, me. and he's already had this is his third knee reconstruction. Yeah, it I is. Feel for the you bloke. feel for a bloke who look, I don't think he's a particularly great footballer, but he'd worked so for so he's long, a grafter. got a starting gig somewhere finally, yep. and. You know, he's late, he's 27. You do that injury, and that, that might be it. It was really bad. Mm. Mm. Not to be confused with Jaden Brayley. But yes. Who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never heard of that player. Yeah. Jeez, that go. was also bad. Uh, yeah, but, I, well, luckily for me, I listen to whenever, whenever it's not Vossie Warren Smith, I listen to music. So I only heard about that from people tweeting about it. Good move. Fantastic. And I thought he called in Jaden Brayley once. No. But apparently, no, every time he called him Jaden Brayley. Mm. But yeah, I've enjoyed my movement to just listen to music instead of. What did you have on? I, I, I don't know. When the footy's on, for some reason, listen to a lot of my old Eminem. I don't oh. know what it is. I mm. just, I don't know. It goes skinhead right. white guys just running at each maybe other? Maybe that's what it is, That yeah. might be it. Mm. Um, speaking of skinhead white guys running at each other, David mm. Clemmer. Uh, he went God level in this game. Yeah, he's He great. was fantastic. Yeah. And um, they had some <laughs> nice backline movements somehow, the, the Bulldogs. The, the try what Remus Smith set up for Kerrit Holland was, was pretty nice with that low the, little pass. But the ball back on right. the outside, yeah. that was quite nice. Probably the best try they'll score all year. But you wouldn't say they were particularly impressive, the Bulldogs. They just, nights fell apart. Mm. And without, you know, Griffin and, and, and Ponga would be the most important members of that spine on the field. When they both went off. I think when Ponga went off, you kind of knew the game was over. Yeah. Yeah. No I mean, mate, but it's, I know they lost the guys, but you, you, you can't be shipping 40 points to the Bulldogs at uh, home. No. You shouldn't be, no, considering who they are, but yeah. Uh, Lachlan Lewis debuted and didn't really... He made a lot of tackles, but didn't really do anything. He was inoffensive. He was inoffensive. He made 32 tackles, so got, got involved, but he's played a lot of... Q, sorry, New South Cup this year, played in the centres a lot, so he hasn't actually played that much in the halves, so mm. I don't know. But uh, yeah, the, the Bulldogs forwards... This is what they should have been doing in some other games against better teams. Like they have in the end, they had Woods, Clemmer, Jackson, uh, and some other decent guys. They should have kept this team in games. In this game, they went over the top of the, of the Knights and did it. Yeah. Uh, shout yeah. out to Herman Sesi though; he's been sneakily one of the signings of the season. Yeah, he's been great. Decent contract, standout. It's it's a, that's an interesting thing for the Knights in general is that most of their signings have been quite good. Like well, I, 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 yeah. I've had no issues with Guerra either, no, and Guerra's obviously Pong has been fantastic. And, you know, Griffin's been fine until he got hurt. So it's not really... And Pierce was, you know, doing well until he got hurt as well. So it's it's not so much the guys that 
they signed who have been yeah. bad. So the fact that the guys that are already there are just not kicked Well, I on. think that's the problem, right? When you go through a rebuild process and you yeah. go through so this much kind of, of it stuff. hinges on whether the guys you are bringing through can complement the guys mm-hmm. you're signing. Well, you can't sign a whole team of new players. Or you, or you can try, but... <laughs> You know, and that's it. This, almost none of them have kicked on that yep. were there originally. I mean, Lachlan Fitzgibbon t- has turned out quite good, but he didn't play in this game. And defence has something to be desired still. And then um, the Saifidis haven't really kicked on this year, as you kind of expected. Daniel Saifidi was quite good back in the last year. Mm. And then you look for the back line, it's like Sione's okay. Corey Dennis is okay on his day. Mm, yeah, Nathan Ross is in reserve grade right now. Yeah. Like... They just haven't got enough out of those guys that were there already. Sam Stone's back in the side, nothing great. Josh King isn't either. And you just look at it, and yeah, the bench is high into Lilliman and Bura. Bura somehow didn't, like, do, his, didn't do his ACL up. Well, sorry, yeah, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's your dud signings. Sorry, yeah. they're all hidden on the bench. They are, but, but that's um, it. But like, yeah, it's just, they didn't, haven't really got much out of the guys that are already there. No, and that's, that, that's a huge problem. It and is. I, it's... There's no, there's no quick fix to that. I don't know what you. They, I mean, it, they, it's they just are baffling serv- to me that a place like Newcastle just suddenly doesn't have any good young players. They're, they're, they're all playing elsewhere. Well, Sorry, well yeah. they did, but they're all gone. Yeah, they're getting Ramian back, but yeah, for next year that'll it's be a, nice. They serve but, as a cautionary tale to the team that they played against on the weekend. You know, if you want to do a full scale rebuild, you have to be very careful with the signings. Yeah, you do. But even as careful as they were, and as you said, they had three dud signings sitting on the bench. Yeah. None of this is guaranteed. It it could take three or four or five years in the wilderness for this to come good. Yeah, they could. I just and, want Harry to be okay. And I mean, so do I. And whilst, <laughs> I feel for the guy. And whilst he's not what you desire fully in a half, I'll say credit to Connor Watson in this game too. That he, he slogged his guts out. So yeah, him. another guy who's been okay. He's, he's been okay. Like he, he, he carted the ball 19 times, scored a couple of tries. And Jack Cogger... Um, yeah, look, the Bulldogs lost the war here. They got him. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was like, going to say. Him next year with like Lachlan Lewis or Marshall King in the house. Good luck with that. But Yeah, Dean, you know, Dean Pay would have watched this game through cl- closed hands. At, at least there were some signs for Watson without Ponga when he was relied on to be the, the playmaker. He kind of made some things happen. Mm. That was okay. And he can learn from there. But yeah, on, again, these, these two young halves seem to be confused by fifth it, tackle. It, it's they like they learn every time they get to fifth, they're like, oh shit, the tackle's count ends. Can you imagine if they end up with a spoon after the start they had? Yeah, they, can't, mm. they won't. They, because they, mate, it's, what, it's three. Their four and against will be the worst in the comp by the end it of the will year. Be, I'm but pretty confident that that, that's, that will happen. I agree with that. But so their three wins, let's say their three wins behind Parramatta, who they play this week, right? Well, that's, they have to, so, Parramatta, they play Para, but also they have to. Eagles have to win only one more game. Yeah. So Eagles, uh, Bulldogs and Cowboys have only, only win two saying more. saying it's not beyond the realms of Have to win two more. So it's not beyond it at all. Like If someone else gets up on their wins, I've, but I do feel like in the Knights, Pong is back in three or four weeks. They might when get a couple Pierce of wins. When does Pierce come back? Pierce is two back soon. I'm, I'm surprised he's not back yet, but Pierce is back soon. Well, they're obviously just taking their time because what's the point in rushing him yeah. back? Well, yeah, well, I think he'll be back after the buy, I'm guessing. Although, you know, they play the Titans at home after they play they, Parramatta and then they play the Cowboys. And the difference Pierce makes to a Jack Cogger is otherworldly in terms of he goes to the line does his job and he actually tries to steer him around and can kick on fifth he actually yeah. kicks the ball <laughs> so um, that'll, that'll, that'll invigorate them a bit I don't think they'll get I the mean the, the, their last four games they play for good they play Warriors Penrith Sharks Dragons so I can't see any wins there and oh, but they could win some of those games, mate. Like maybe. Dragons, but what I'm saying is they really they've got to yeah. knock off the Cowboys or the Titans or whoever like, in the next if few Dragons weeks. Dragons is old boys day around twenty five dragons or something. They'll be up for Why, it. Where did this trope come from? When was last time like what? They, they've been pantsed on old boys. I know they have been, but the difference the is they, they, they do generally fire up for it. They've been pants of everything in the last three years, mate. Like <laughs> that's point. like it makes a point. But historically that club has turned up on that day. And and they usually have motivation for it. But anyway, let's move on from the Knights. Yep. Um, I don't think they they could get the spoon, but I don't think it's in their range. Do we want to talk about another team that turned up on the day? Okay. 
Brisbane, 26. Canberra, 22. One team did God. turn up, one team they, did not. They both turned up. It was just for how long? <laughs> you make a good point. Because Someone made a quick exit stage left. Because it was the Broncos' worst half of the season in the first half mm. and possibly the best half of the season we in the second We forgot to half. do Drop a Hunt. Did we? Yep. Oh, we, we just give too. it to Blake Austin instead? That is, that is, we, we could have done that, but now. Okay. <laughs> no, you've really, like, you've really pulled the curtain okay. back here. We'll definitely, we'll definitely just press the drop now. And that'll right, press that, it. We won't do it now. Well, we'll keep talking at this game. We'll get, yeah. when we get to Austin, we'll, talk, we'll do it again. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the Raiders came out with intensity and intent in that first half, and they were smashing the Broncos' ruck, just obliterating the Broncos' ruck. Hodgson was sending traffic through it. Even Brad Abbey was hammering through the middle, going behind the ruck as well. They were rolling the whole half. And then they went into half time, and as a Broncos fan, I thought, 16 isn't that bad. Yeah. For how much we just got dominated, 16 isn't that bad, and it's the Raiders. <laughs> you know, it'd be like a lot had to change how the Broncos were playing because they went into half time and they kept kicking early poorly on like third or fourth tackle. Nick Arima and Milford had watched Origin and decided that was a good tactic, apparently. Watched what Hunt did there and they kept, kept kicking early. It was disgraceful. And when Hodgson did... scored, you might have thought that this would be a different day to, than the day we have yeah. seen so many times in the last couple of years. But, yeah, but it was not. That's it. Like the first half, they, they were fantastic, the Raiders. And I just, it, it's, I don't get it. I just do not well, understand how this can happen so many times. Well, seven of their nine losses, they've been ahead or equal with t- 15 yeah. minutes ago. That's insane. How does this happen? Like, I, I, I need it explained to you, Mitchell. What, does, what mate, ha- is it? Just it can't just be poor conditioning. It's, but it's sports psychology. At this it point just has to me, be right? a mental thing. Like you know how we speak about how when you're a Canberra fan or you're with Canberra fans or a Canberra game's on, and they can see and the and the fans think, oh shit. Yeah, we talked about it. It's, it's happening. One hundred percent. The players think, oh shit. Yeah. Well, There's they no were. They I mean, it goes that. back to that. They, the the week they absolutely spanked the Titans. I was at work. The Raiders firm, and they were up 30 nil or 28 nil or whatever it was. And the Titans scored one try, and he was like, Oh, fuck, we're going to lose yeah. this. And I was like, Holy shit, all, how low you, is your it's confidence? It's definitely in the players' heads, yeah. too, yeah. right? And like, in this game, you know, 16 nil is a big scoreline, man. The Broncos have come back from down 16 points three times ever. Mm. This is the third time ever they've come back down from that. It's a team that's been a good team for a long time, that kind of thing. 16 nil, and then what and, was it, 22 to 10 or 22 then, to 12 with 20 well, to go? The last time we came back from, uh, like, a, like, we came back from 16 against the Raiders. <laughs> of course it is, but. But like you know, they they they're up by six. The first team to lose this year by up sixteen points or more. Again, they did it against the Titans, and now this. That's what they do. But I don't know what it is, and it's definitely to me at this point, it's a psychology thing. Mate, it's it's it can't be fitness anymore because they actually didn't play that bad in the second half. No, no. Even just, though they lost, they didn't just, play it's that just bad. Like bad things just happen. I don't. Like, bad things just happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't explain it. In the crib, ma. Drop it like it's a hunt. Drop it like it's a hunt. Drop it like it's a hunt. So, Will Smith's off the hook. Yeah, bad. I think this is the right one, though. Bad yeah, I agree. We, we discussed this pre-pod and we, we settled on Will Smith, but now that we've kind of chatted through it, I, comp- I am in complete agreement. Blake let, Austin. Let me just put this... Like, if there was one play that, to me, summed up his night... That was, you have a relatively simple job to do, and somehow you continue to fuck it up. It's kicking a drop, go- uh, kicking a drop out on the full into the grandstand. Into the it, not, 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 <laughs> not by a little bit, by a lot. Like yeah. they caught this on the second tier. It was that far out. It was uh, not 
Not great. And every point the Broncos scored in that second half was pretty oh, much through Blake Austin. Like, and it, I said to Campo before we came on air, like at least a turnstile makes contact. Yeah, and if Milford's form is back, I'll be sending him a, a thankful, a goodie bag for Blake Austin. I was going to say, I tell you he's going to bloke some flowers or Again, a Milford pack. had one of his worst halves in the first half. And this is one of the things I've said it before about I like about Milford. I like about him the most is that he does. he always keeps trying and he's yeah. not afraid of failure and he had that terrible moment two minutes into this game where he ran like he got pressured on fifth and threw it back inside Nick Ramon missed the, the offload and Elliot ran Elliot White ran 40 metres untouched yeah. but he still stayed in the game made some dumb decisions second half comes around and he just runs at Blake Austin and just experiences pure joy from there on pretty much like the, the, the first one they conceded was, was you know classic Broncos spreading out but Milford threw it out to Oates and Austin had a chance when Oates picked up a loose ball on the floor, on the floor and spun and beat his man. This one's not as much his fault, but Austin had a crack at him yep. and didn't make that tackle. And Austin's big enough to make that tackle. Fair enough. Didn't do it. Next one again is a poor read by Blake Austin and a, a kick through by Milford that Glenn scores on. Yep. The yep. third try, a, they run another Broncos play. Really nice ball, float up, fighting pass from Milford to get to Darius Boyd. But Austin bites on the Glenn decoy after Milford passes it to Boyd. So Boyd has caught the ball past Glenn and that's when Austin decides yeah, to tackle both Alex Glenn. And then, yeah, they, we got lucky that it was a knockdown by the Raiders and the, and Carl picked up and scored. But again, that he, mis- he misrode that. And then right at the end, the last moment of the game, Solo Oli was lazy across. Milford's at the ball and his hand's running and he falls for the dummy. And it's like, mate, come on. All you've got in your game is dummy and run. Maybe you read if the other guy's dumbing and running. Yeah. And then Milford goes through and, and wins the game for the Broncos. And then he has a few minutes later the moment where he kicks it out on the full. And, and as I said, like the, the kicking it out on the full wasn't necessarily the drop it like a tunt moment, but it was really... The, it's just yeah, emblematic of yeah, it it was, was, it was the a, whole thing. Yeah, it was a summary. It's, it's weird because it wasn't like the other Raiders collapses where it was basically the team... Forgetting how to play. No, this it was, wasn't. This no. was a lot. A lot was just on him. I hate to say. It's true because in this game as well, like, like I guess Brad Abbey got away. Got away with him when he dropped that bomb, and then um, Corbin Sims is offside. They got away with that, and then Hodgson scored on that set. Side, side note on Brad Abbey, I loved the oversized jersey. Man, it had to be. It's his dad's shirt. Well, it had to be like because you know a lot of teams with their eighteen to twenty-one, they just keep the same jersey. Yeah, and because they were in Brisbane, it had to be like Shannon Boy's twenty-one. He's worn it a couple of times. It had to be. There's no way he wears that size jersey <laughs> this week. Pretty funny. Um, but yeah, like they had that. He made that mistake. They got away with it, and Hodgson scored. And that's when you thought, oh wow, maybe it might not be following the script. They bounced back as Hodgson's back. Yep. And also, this Broncos team have been pretty bad when things aren't going their way most of the year. But they also bounced back from that. They didn't. The Broncos didn't have an incomplete set the entire second half. So there's some things going Which their way. They're, they're a good team. But yeah, that this they ran at Blake Austin and things happened because you look at the you look across the park and most of the Raiders played pretty well. Like mm. Soliola was fantastic off the bench. So was Haveli. Papali was good starting. Like, most of the team played well, but the Broncos ran him down. That was that was one of my not concerns, but one of my kind of observations was that when when the last 20, 25 minutes came around, I fully expected the Raiders' first unit to just come back on and start leveling the ship again, and it just mm. all makes sense. And this was just a strange fluctuation in. In the universe, mm. but no, they they came on and they did exactly the same thing. Like the, yeah. they they couldn't protect Austin because you can't protect a vacuum. They can't. Um, and they just kept running through the hole. And yeah. that's not necessarily the forwards it's... that are going to come back on. They can't. You you can't stop a bloke not making tackles. Yeah, and I think as as a Broncos fan, things I like the most in the second half of this game is that guys who weren't particularly good in the first half and were backing up from Origin stood up. And those guys, for me, firstly before Milford stood up, were Josh McGuire and James Roberts. Like, Maguire played the full 80 here. He wasn't very good in the first half, but the second half 
was all over the ball. But then James Roberts had some sets in this game. He pulled the classic Jordan Rapana. He's like, fuck the rest of you. I'll do fuck it. the tactics. I'm touching the ball every tackle on this set. And he, him wrapping around to the left is what reignited Milford and the running on the left-hand side. And I, I, implore, I implore us to use that tactic more of avoiding Nick Rainbow at all costs <laughs> and getting Roberts to the other side of the field and seeing what happens. Because it worked quite well. And then, you know, the, and Alex, good to see Alex Glenn have a good game. I'm, I'm in this crossroads with him because he's... All logic points to him being phased out. Yeah, he's turning thirty this year. He's you know he might he won't make three hundred games before the end of his contract next year. But you look at the club and they've got Gillett signed for four years. They're trying to keep Sewer and they have Dave Fafita coming as well. And it's like well to keep Jaden Sewer, he has to take somebody's job. Yeah, but I just I can't let go of Alex Glenn. He cares so much. Mm-hmm. He was like again when the one of the when we conceded the second try in the first half. Right before we can see that Glenn's the one on his goal line screaming at everybody around him. You know, he's the one under the post acting like the captain. He's the one, if you go to Suncorp and watch the game live, he's the guy every single time we concede is on his haunches in pain. Like me when we're in the lounge room and we concede tries. He loves the Broncos. He's a good player, but mm. I feel like he's going to get squeezed out, which I feel for. There's still a good player in there, but he also stood up in that second half. And then you had um, Patrick Margo, a good game off the bench. Good return from Corbin Sims. And a Sims who didn't fuck up a clutch game with five minutes to go at some court, which is good. Yep. And then Dave Fafita's debut. Yeah. Not bad. He was pretty handy. But I thought he was as well. He's a fucking big unit. He's a big unit. He went off... Uh, he, so, Sewell went off early, so Fafita had to play 50 straight. But he, mm. he did his job. Didn't didn't uh, make any mistakes. And and got got to his front when he every time he ran the ball. And, and did the old Mick Hancock <laughs> for them to get off him. It was good to see. No, it was good. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. So so you don't know, first, first player in the, born in this millennium. Good luck to him. There he is. Oh, yeah. And the, it's interesting. The last one, so first player born in 2000. Everyone knew this. It was said like a million times. Yeah, the last one was Andrew McCulloch. So two Broncos in 1990. And 1980 was Luke Patton of all random people. <laughs> Alrighty, moving on. West Tigers 12, the Gold Coast 30 at Leichhardt Oval. A sold-out Leichhardt Oval who were there to see the Golden Boy. I was there. Mm, no. Not you. Huh? Not you. Oh. They weren't there to see you. Oh. I mean, that would have been a sight. It would. Uh, I can see you starting at seven for the Tigers. Thanks, can't, mate. Can't do much of us. Uh, yeah, they were there to see Robbie Farah, allegedly, and he was not bad. He was fine. Um, I think he was the best Tiger on the field. Embi was really good as well. But, um, yeah, strange game. Uh, I did go down to scenic Leichhardt Oval for this. Uh, How was it? It's It's just the worst. I feel like... <laughs> It really Take is, it away. Hey. Take my role for the week. <laughs> I feel like the people who harp on about the magic of suburban grounds are either the like Gus Goulds of the world who are at these suburban grounds from the pampered confines of a media box, or they're people who just don't go to games. Because, yeah. hey, Leichhardt is great if you don't want to get any food or beer or see the game or go to the bathroom. Yeah. Other than that, fine. It's nice that you can see... A lot but of people but in, it's a, picturesque. in a park. It is. There's some, there's some trees. <laughs> there, that there's part a 70 is true. meter drop and, off and on the, one I think that comes back to what I said just before because, you know, you get photos of the sun coming over the hill and all the people saying, and it looks great. It does. But, yeah. fuck. Like, I, went, I, I was going to go get a beer because the novelty of drinking tinnies at a rugby league game is not lost on me. No, in, of course. In, That's in, why we go to Jets games. Correct. And um, the line uh, was 70 meters long. So I was like, well, I'm going to be here till half time if I wait for this. So I just didn't. And then... It's one of those grounds where, like, back in the day, I imagine... It, well, it would, I don't imagine it would have been. It would have been BYO. But now that it's... you got to go and buy a tin. Like... Yeah. If you want to drink tinnies on the hill, you you know, you bring which your Which I own. really did want to. Right. Which is fine. Because, like, I love drinking tinnies at, at Jets games. Who but, doesn't? like, if you want to bring tinnies to Jets games, you can. Yeah. 
Um, but like obviously at Leichhardt, no, you can't. You can't. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, from what I saw of the game, um, <laughs> Titans middle was great. They just destroyed them. How were the ATMs at Leichhardt? Uh, I didn't see one. Yeah. But um, <laughs> were, I there, did, were there three lines? You would know that those bar lines, lines that, as I said, were a million meters long are also cash only. So you could theoretically wait in one of these lines for half an hour and then get to the front and be told, well, sorry. Yeah, just dreadful. Um, yeah, Titans middle was fantastic. They really smashed them. It's kind of an interesting game, though, because the Tigers didn't really look that bad and then until they really... I mean, they fell apart at the end. But when it, when the game was sort of in the balance, they'd been the better team and the Titans had sort of fashioned a couple of tries out of very fortuitous circumstances, mm. whereas the Tigers had bombed three or four really good opportunities. I, th- Mate, I think to Alex Brimson's try... I th- you still thought Tigers were going to get this at some point, but they just kept dropping the pill and they were playing catch-up footy when it was 12-all yeah. just for the entire game. Just making really poor game decisions like what they were. Yeah. If if you make a breakdown field, a 40-metre breakdown field, you get a quick play the ball. Let's say you get out of dummy half and you get tackled. What do you do? Do you A, hold the ball and take the tackle or do you B, pass to the fucking ref? <laughs> like, dead set, just... they. Th- and Cleary said this in the post-match. He said... We just made bad decisions, and they continually threw the ball away. And you cannot hold the, you can't win the game if you don't hold the pill. It's as simple as that. No, exactly right. Like, and <laughs> you know, completion rate isn't always everything. But when you just literally don't have the ball, you make eighteen errors. Yeah, eighteen mistakes, and when your opponent makes a nine, and you can look through the player stats in this game. I'm not saying they matter much, but it's like you look through it, and none of the Tigers had like any runs because they never had the bloody pill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like Packer five runs, Twall five runs, McQueen four runs, Taylor four runs, you know, Suaso Silthabens three runs because they were just making a million tackles they never had the bloody pill and that catches up with you at some point. Yeah. Like they, they only completed at 61%. I'm fairly sure that in the second half they completed maybe five of 15 sets, this which is, is just is, not good enough. This is the best version of this Titans team for me. It's just, they, just, they just beat you up well, and, and take their chances. And, and as, you, as you said, they played their middle quite well in this one they only used one sub before half time but because when you're holding the ball more this is you know Garth Brennan I'm always on a bit more of him but this is I got it right in this game when you're holding the ball more you don't need to rotate as much Ryan like, James played 80 didn't he, he played 80 mm. straight yeah, uh, awesome. Jai Arrow played 66 but he played the first 40 straight J- Jared Ball's only four to go off in the first half but in a full 80 Ryan James only made 33 tackles which for Ryan James is nothing because no. that's how on top because they were right a- I'm told that after the game Brayton Astor said Jai Arrow should get picked for Queensland yes <laughs> he should start. He should play game three for mine. Oh, because he didn't play yeah. already. But, this but year? if you look at it, so Wallace, uh, uh, Wallace, James, and Arrow combined. That what do they do? They did eighteen at tackles, twenty four tackles, thirty three tackles, right? Yeah. But combined runs, 23, 24, 23. Yeah. Which is they'd they had seventy runs. They almost had the same amount. That's because they had the pill the entire game. And and the Tigers made four hundred and twenty tackles. Yeah, meanwhile, on the Tigers side of the ball, yeah, tackles. You're talking about you know f- from um, Robbie Farah forty nine. You know, uh, in fifty odd minutes, Elijah Taylor fifty. Like they're working their guts out, kind of stuff, because they didn't have any of the bloody pill. Mm. The Iceland had forty five tackles. I know it's the game's usually a bit more than stats, but this one's fallen that way that. Tigers didn't hold the pill. They were made to work harder, and they cracked. And I thought it was good from the Titans just to just to turn the pressure up. Yeah, as Bungard said, they just mowed it over them, worked in the middle, did their did their thing, and the, they made the Tigers crack. And yep, Josh Reynolds' try was awesome. He just ran for sixty meters looking for a support player. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, I'm here. What did you think of uh, his support play on uh, on uh, Kevin Angama's try? Just uh, just run really close to the oh, guy. Wait. I thought he was going to tackle him. And then mate. when he tries to turn towards to run the run towards the post, just keep running in a straight line and, and just, just shepherd him away. Yeah. 
What but, a what a dumb. But yeah, the first two tight tries you said earlier, great, you know. But like it was mm. like the first try they scored, Ryan James it somehow was like the best person of quick play the balls in the comp, and he's a prop. <laughs> like when it's quick play the ball, he's there after it. He had a go earlier in, in the game as well, and he, he felt came up short. But then the the Ash Taylor one was quite good to see, as you know, as a Queensland fan That's anyway. Soft, but it was Real more soft. the fact he just got the. Five minutes ago, he just got belted by Chris Lawrence in the yep. same spot, which led to a breakaway the other way. But he took the line on again, and, and Ash has been a guy to go into his shell in those moments. And this mm. time, he took the line on and scored, and it was it was a good sign for him. And yeah, and AJ Brimson also looks like they've got a handy little player there who might be the fullback next year, but a handy little six there for now as it's well. It's nice that they can just bring a young guy along, and he's doing fine. We don't have to, yeah. just, we don't have to talk about how he's the, the next world's greatest something. Thing ever. He's yeah. just yeah. he's doing okay, and maybe yeah. he'll pan out. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> But I thought also I thought Nathan Peets had his best game of the season too. He hasn't been crash hot this year, but he put Jared Hollis, Wallace Hollis, please Jared Wallace through two holes. Who's not really a notable hole runner. Mm. Thought he was decent, but yeah, Robbie Farah probably the best on the field almost. Yep. You I'm know, annoyed he didn't crawl out of the scoreboard yeah. to start the game. A fantastic but comeback, that, created yeah. a lot for the for the Tigers, but nobody else that good. Mm, the, oh, yeah. I thought Embi was quite good. Embi was decent as well. Um, yeah, crowd was up for it. It's just it a shame was. they didn't go home with anything to. Be happy what about. a bizarre season it is for them to go from who they beat. You know, they beat the Roosters Storm and the Storm twice. twice. Yeah. They were five from six. It's, that's know. just completely fallen and to pieces, hasn't it? It's fallen to pieces, but another side can't get the same 17 on the field every week. Or Cleary changes he, it Well, that's a, that, their thing hasn't been so much, so much injuries. It has been just him making changes. Yeah. Too many changes. But, but isn't it funny? They've gone from a, a, a fan base or team preseason. You're happy to win like six games. Now you're feeling like, fuck, we you, should have made the finals. Well, yeah, they should have how they started. And, and, and they probably won't. And they run the, oh, they, they pretty much can't, right? Well, they're only two wins behind you. Uh, are they? Oh, they're yeah, on five seven points, because, aren't they? Yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they're two wins behind you. But, I mean, that's still a pretty tall order. Two wins at this time of year with yeah. the way they're and playing. Also, as well, yeah, this, they just don't seem to be able to score points. They've scored the least points in the comp now, even less than the. Oh, actually, no, Eels are a couple. Actually, they play South them. twice, so that's two wins. So, um, <laughs> fuck, never beat them. Yeah, but but as you say, like they they went from being able to play or being able to score ten points against the Storm and and somehow win that game. And you know, we like the there are a few. It was a weird old game, but like now they're shipping thirty points against the Gold Coast. They just need to calm down when they have the ball in hand. Yeah. Because yes, they actually... Again, so they many were, times they, they were, would make a break. They were creating the most opportunities in this game. Turned it over a play later. You don't always need to try and score an 80-meter try. It's tackle two, just, you know. Well, yeah, in the end, they were the one that looked like they were going to break the... They had 60 less runs, but only 200 less meters in the, than the yeah. Titans because they were breaking all mm. half breaks all game. They just couldn't get downfield because yeah, errors and error on the break or error of the tackle after the break when it's like tackle two or every, three. Everybody just trying Calm to down. trying and to they had, and they had that player. disallowed try as well for the push in the corner. Yeah, that was a tough call in my opinion. I thought so, it was a tough call too because yeah. it looks like more of a push when you slow it right down. Uh, yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you knew that was a no try. Uh, I didn't see it, and one the one small... video screen at the at like is 150 meters. I was going to say one small so black dot pushed another slightly. No, that was at our end, but there dot. were people in front of us. So like we saw it, we heard, we saw him fumble the ball, and then we heard a cheer. So we assumed it was mm-hmm. a try. Did you say you looked through the razor wire? Right just... the but yeah, I'm enjoying you coming out of the Leichhardt hate. You know, I, I mean, I've never, I've you can go back and listen. I've always been on board. Yeah. As saying Shark Park and Leichhardt, they do stuff. look they do look fantastic on TV. No question, they do look fantastic on TV. But someone's mm. got to be at the ground. Yeah, <laughs> and every like I didn't go. It was my sister's birthday that game, but I I oh, went. Thank I you didn't go with you. Yeah, I went, congratulations I went, to your sister for not putting you know, Broncos Storm. Pro, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Thank you to NRL scheduling the, yeah. the competition. Good job, everyone. Not putting that around July first. They saw the scheduling out, but yeah, I didn't go down. And well, if it's if it's not a motivated, I live around the corner from. I can walk there, right? As yeah. you know, yeah. if it's not a great looking game now, I'll. Pretty easy not to go to it, mm. I, just because I don't love the venue. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We had a good Campo and I bonded. We did we had a good time? But, um, good. I, uh, 
yeah, you know, it was, it's, it was it was a fun afternoon. But you know, if you're going there as a pure rugby league fan to try and watch games, it's, it's so somebody in the office did say to me, "Why are they all leaving? They're not real fans." I was like, "Mate, have you ever tried to get out of Lilyfield after also a Tigers true. game? Yeah, it's won you an hour in. and a half." <laughs> Exactly right. Alrighty. Speaking of an hour and a half, South Sydney, 21. Eight. Eight. North Queensland, 20. Eight in a row. At scenic but wet Barlow Park in Cairns. I haven't lost since the week of Anzac Day. What I would like to, to say to the... To Brisbane. Mm. What I would like to say to the people of far North Queensland is thank you for turning the colour and saturation down on my TV for uh, an hour That and was half. bizarre, wasn't it? There yeah. Was- the, I, the I really, camera was great. I really thought that they were going to call this game off, like that it was going to start puddling. Yeah, yeah but they fixed the camera up and it was fine. There, yeah. there was the a pa- camera was fine. There was a, camera was, there was a part where uh, whoever was producing cut back to it must have been camera two a little bit too soon. And, and the, you red, can see the red box was in the middle of the screen. But, and you can see the bloke wiping the camera. Oh, yeah, that was good as well. Yeah, yeah so, uh, some absolute bionies from the production truck on this one, but um, yeah. yeah. Look, you can only work with what you've got. That's true. Um, Souths. Got a bit lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Twice uh, since the Cowboys now. Yep. Mitch, Mitch, you made the point on Twitter about slowing the game down. Yeah. I, I did say that, yeah. All, you, all the Cowboys need the rest of the season is torrential rain <laughs> to bring the game down or to the pace of Lachlan Cody, Jonathan Thurston. and they'll floods. Compete. Well, yeah. I said this to you. I think the biggest thing that c- is threatening South's chances of winning a premiership right now is Winter. if it rains during a Global game. warming. <laughs> they're South. fucked. They're fucked, if, they're fucked if they play a good team in like the prelim or the grand final and it pours rain. Well, yeah, if, it, you, if you, I mean, we talked about the Dragons being very kick-happy. The good thing about, you know, a wet track is that it slows the kicks up so they don't go dead. Mm. Well, it's not it's even... the looking glass here, people. would say you're saying that because of the Burge, Burge I was handling, but for me, the main thing is it slows no, you it, down. No, it's just you can't, yeah, you, can't. you can't do those slick movements well, it that slows Souths you down. have been... Like, it, it was noticeable. That that left edge for Souths that's been cutting teams to pieces all yeah. year was slow because yeah. it takes longer to throw a pass. It does, and also, like, you know, you haven't got this quicker to play ball. ball. Yeah. Cookie can't be as quick out of, out of, out of the half. And yeah, you can't be slick with the ball in hand, and it really showed. And you know, Cowboys kind of threw it away to, to lose this one. Great step by Bobby Four tries to get past yeah. Kyle Phelps. Mate, a great that, new nickname, that by the way. In yeah. and away was yeah. something else. A um, big fan. How good is yeah. coming? <laughs> uh, <laughs> good question. He, I'm starting to worry about Adam Reynolds' goal kicking. Mate, Are you? Seventy three percent. This blew my mind, Dale. I knew he wouldn't be near the top for accuracy this year, but Mitch told me today he is the second lowest. No, that's of a, any kicker made that's ten kicked or more, ten or more goals. Who, who's below him? Pound uh, Pongo. Oh, well, so excluding excluding part time excluding part time goal kickers and whoever kicks for the Eels because they haven't scored ten tries this year. Um, <laughs> Boom. Yeah, he's he's second last. How many, yeah, how, many has he ki- how many has he missed from in front, though? <laughs> but it's like he was a guy who kicked like over 85%. But, I wasn't, but I wasn't worried until this game because as as he might have missed someone, it doesn't matter. But in his whole career, looking thinking back, I can't remember him ever missing a kick in the last few minutes to either give Souths the lead or to tie a game. And he had one here to win them the game and he hit the post. Yeah, so I was yeah. A, I'm officially worried. I was doing some, doing some really basic auditing at, at work this week, and I was looking at percentage increases of stats, and it was like I'm not not his overall percentage. It was like South Sydney's missed goals totals are like 260 percent, like just missed goals. Because <laughs> yeah, and that's scoring in more like tries. Dewey, Dewey well, yeah, kicking in a couple. They're of scoring games as more well. tries and kicking at a worse clip. But yeah, most of his career, what well, he kicked 88 percent last year, now it's 73. That's a such a drop. huge drop off. There's no way. I don't know what you can do. To He's playing better than he played last year, though. He is. So this maybe was he needs best, to stop kicking goals. This was his best game of the year, I thought. Who else could but, kick? Um, well, he has to keep kicking. He has to. Just, just, no, I mean you I'm, can't. Oh, Dewey, yeah, Dewey, yeah. Dewey's accuracy is even lower than. Can his. English yeah. kick? I mean, right. I'm and sure I, and I am thoroughly enjoying the um, the Jonathan Thurston's failures in the last five minutes tour. Oh. 
It's been a long can year. We, like John Farnham. Not to go back to the harp on about the production, but fuck. I've said this before when it's you know a team's kicking a field goal. Go to the angle behind the posts. Mm. I had no idea if he kicked that or not until like the South players started celebrating. Well, when we start the XNRL... We'll bring those games. Like, you we'll, know, years, we'll bring the angle You know it. he's going to kick a field goal or try yeah. it. Just start us off at the behind the goals angle. Yep. So, yeah. did you, I had no clue. Yeah. I still don't know because they immediately cut away from the game to go to the news. So we didn't even see a replay. Mm. I, I, get, I get it. Did with he miss like, to the left or the right? I yeah. have no idea. I, I, got it, I get it with like regional venues when you have to. We haven't got a camera right behind. But how they cannot find an angle behind Thurston's attempt. Like, or you, you you use the you know the wide angle for for the actual attempt, but you throw straight to the replay from the yeah. Like, from the we didn't, we didn't even corner. get a replay. There's someone behind every conversion, right? They didn't have somebody who could figure out Thurston was snapping a field goal and get behind there. This is every field goal ever. Was yeah, that, I don't understand it. But yeah, whatever. That was that was good to see. Speaking of field goals, uh, Reynolds nailed it. Not a bad field goal, but mm. yeah, what the what when you score your last try? Well, sorry, six, Bob, yeah, six yeah. minutes to go or so when uh, Bobby Ford tries got over. But yeah, other than that, it was one of those ones again. The Souths weren't fantastic, but this point of the year, you'll take you'll take the two points. They've come out of the toughest period of the year without losing a game. And as you said, wet weather, not a wet weather side this year. No. So wet weather's going to threaten them down the, down, down um, the track. They're going to buy, which is good because Inglis is hurt, obviously. And then and they've got, power, like, I think, I can't remember off the top of my head, I think it's Bulldogs, Tigers, Parramatta in the next three games. And how's so. about Cohen Hess's origin players Jeez, defense? On, he's in the middle of like five minutes and Sam Fur just put Cody Walker What a Walker pass over. that was from was. Sam to Cody Walker. I mean, it's fantastic. that Great pass and fantastic for Cody to support through there, but Cohen Hess just put an arm out. South still did that, a couple of nice things. Like uh, AJ Bond, that try, he should have passed to Robert Jennings. Don't mm, know why he didn't, took yeah, the tackle. Yeah. But um, yeah, overall, obviously not as slick as they usually are because, and I think it was that was mainly due to the conditions. Yeah. And... As you said, the uh, game was slowed down to the Cowboys' pace. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. Uh, they've been a couple of shaky performances from the South in the last few weeks, but they just keep winning. So, mm. I mean, we'll get a better measure of this team in the last five weeks of the season when they play a few good. They play the Storm and they play the Tigers and they play the Roosters. Yeah. So well, well it's a, a weird comp. I honestly think, like I said, any one of that eight can win this. I th- well, if the Broncos had a halfback, I'd be feeling about being a smoky, but yeah. we're not. We haven't got a halfback. I, I, run through that I, game I'm yet, still but... placing Souths as the favourites. Yeah, mm. I um, I think... I don't know. I just feel the storm. I just feel I that said it... that at work. Somebody said, who's going to win the comp? And I said, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if the they're, storm just stand up with plebs in the halves. They're it? really missing Cronk kicking game. Like They're missing it like, like so much. And yeah. Smith's going to do so much, but... They'll just start getting players back. I don't know, yep. man. I but, can't. And, I can't. I can't when, see the storm with their lack of kicking. And, but when it comes down to a finals game, you know, Smith will make those. Like he did in this game. Well, the storm will beat the dragons in a prelim. Like you can storm, take that yeah. to storm, the storm. Bank. Have those. Have the moments you'll get out of Billy and Cam and that kind of thing in those games that you I, just. Can't, I can't back. I could definitely the see them beating the make. dragons in a prelim, but I think the Panthers or the Rabbitohs would beat them. But mm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it really does. Certain depend. teams match up better against I mean, certain again, other teams. Again, the Storm no are missing. They're missing Truth. They're still missing. Um, we don't know if Jesse Bromwich is going to play again this year. Yeah. Missing Dalfanukin. Like I think fitness is a big part of it for them. And what happens if Jerome Hughes takes that seven or something? I am surprised Brody Croft hasn't had another crack at the seven. He was terrible the first half. Of the He's probably the worst half in the comp, but. In the end, he's also the closest semblance to a halfback to have. Mm. So I thought he might get another crack. We'll see if that happens maybe this week. But um, we'll see. I think that, I think they're an okay shot. Yeah, and the Cowboys. Yeah, look now now one win off the spoon still, and it's come on, just been give him give him his final year spoon. You are so spiteful. It's his second spoon, isn't it? I don't know. He's definitely got one. Yeah, he does. Mm. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Drive, drive away, Simi Retrona. 
Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi run, run, run. Alrighty, news time. Seems to be actually a little bit, a little bit of news this week. There's some um, some game on. Third one. Yeah. Origin yeah. three. That's uh, not waste too much time on this one because the media certainly is. <laughs> you dead rubber. Yeah. Like, oh my lord. Like people get all up in knots. I know it's Slater's last game. It's a dead rubber, guys. Why mm. do we care? Should Should New South Wales just be picking plebs? Well, I think I don't know. They kicked the team. I, I think you feel sorry for Ryan James, by the way. Like, mm. how old is Ryan James? 30? Oh, he's, he's no, he's in his twenties. Oh, like okay, I thought he was thirty-one. My apologies. But he's um, you know, they've they've given Tarek Sims a run, which is deserved. But uh, yeah. old mate uh, Matt Pryor's back out. But yeah, Ryan James, eighteenth man again, unlucky. Mm. And he did have the choice of when he debuted in the NRL of picking Queensland or New South Wales, and mm. obviously. He picked New South Wales as a Blues fan. He grew up in Tweed Head, so he had the option. And his dad was a Blues fan. But he'd be thinking now, sitting there thinking, geez, you know what's pretty nice? Money. <laughs> and he'd, have been yeah. playing, he'd have probably be in his fourth season for Queensland now mm. if, he, if he picked Queensland. And that's every year's $90,000 he'd have that he hasn't got right now. Yeah. 400-odd K he would have had then. But yeah, um, anyway. That's a parking space uh, in Sydney. Sorry man. to go. Uh, according to Rugby League Project, Thurston finished 15th twice. Oh, he, he escaped, didn't he? Technically has one for the Bulldogs, though. Yeah. Mm. That'll count. Mm. That'll count. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the anyway, the origin side, huh? So Queensland made a few changes. The bizarre one, the recalling of Dally Cherry Evans. Terry Evans. How are the Queenslanders feeling about this? People don't. People think he's hated on Twitter. Go speak to the average league fan in Queensland and see how much he's hated. He's hated by more by the average fan than he is by Twitter fans. Which is good. He should be hated. Yeah, just, I think uh, I have no problem with Queenslanders hating. Well, you good know, luck. The, more more power to your elbow. People know what I think about him, right? But the funny thing I found in this game is that he screened F- Kevin Walters' first few calls. Ooh. Like he saw Walters, this to me. He, like, when Walters was calling him to name him in the team, yeah, I, I, he declined but, like the first but three why? calls. Because mm. he's a, what's the cause what he's a you, dickhead. But what are you? What's the? But but all, the logic and here. he said, "This is not me just saying this." He said this on an interview. You can watch it. Apparently, because he didn't want more bad news. But also, pick the that you got screen the Queensland coach's phone call. You kidding me? Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and then yeah, he got picked. But um, yeah, I just don't. One thing I don't get is like I'm not going to sit here and harp on about him the whole time. But I don't get how. You've got KV going on about keyboard warriors, rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. All those guys put in. I'm not giving up on these guys. Well, he gave up on Ben Hunt. Yeah, he gave up on Jared Wallace. These guys, he's not giving up on apparently, and they've both been benched. But like, what? I don't get the the upside of this. Like what? Like what is the theory that that what you you get more from Hunt as a 14 than you do from Cherry Evans as not but a like, seven? If you're not, if okay, Ben Hunt's not your guy. Okay. Don't pick him. Well, we can be the 14 fine, right? But then we've already seen DCE isn't the guy. He couldn't win with the greatest origin team of all time. Mm. He's an unpopular guy in the state, generally, as he is. Yep. And there's this other promising young half where you asked to play well on the weekend, and he did. Yep. And you didn't pick him. Like, I'm not Cody saying... Nicarima. Like, I think the game... Does, yeah, Nicarima. Like, the game doesn't matter to me. I think... like, But the, my problem is if Queensland win, you think DC probably plays Origin 1 next year. But Yeah, which is a terrifying concept. Yeah, ridiculous. But yeah, still still got Tim Glasby's back. Cohen Hess has got five straight Origins, done nothing anymore. Would you Why say not? Queensland have never been more dangerous? Apparently so. 
<laughs> Dead rubber. I, but, could, um, I could warm my hands by that take. We turned into Laurie Daly's Blues so fast. Yeah. Just, hey. It just happened so fast. Mm. I wasn't ready for it. It always happens. When you're on the rebound like that, you fall you know, down. You, you, you fall into your bad habits. It, it, took, it took us losing the series to pick the right forward pack, which is interesting to start the right team and injuries. So I like Jairo and Papali and Maguire starting, but yeah. Team means nothing. I think I feel like this game, as I said last, after the last one, I feel like the Blues now will play with confidence. There's no, there's no shackles on them anymore. I think they'll romp over the Queensland side. They weren't much better in the first two games. They they won them. Mm. This game, I feel like they'll dominate. Uh, I'll just go through the squad. We we probably already know, it, but Slater at fullback, Holmes and Oates on the wings, Gagai and Chambers are the centers. Munster and Cherry Evans in the halves. You've got your props of Papali and Arrow, McCulloch at hooker, Kafusi and. Back, uh, sorry, a back row of Kafusi, Cooper, and Maguire at lock. Interchange of Hunt, Wallace, Hess, Glasby, and Napa. <clears throat> I didn't know if Napa would make the squad. Well, he's, he, um, he, he, inj- he pulled up. He's injured, so that's why he's 18th man. Oh, that, but he'll okay. play if he's fit, but he's, I don't think he's fit enough. Like, that's, you know, that's why he's 18th man. But, yeah, he's still in there. Fair enough. Uh, and New South Wales team is almost 1-17 to the same. Tedesco at fullback, Trebojevic. Adokar on the wings, Mitchell and Roberts in the centres, Maloney and Cleary in the halves, front row of Vaughan, Cook and Clemmer, back row of Frizzell, Cordner and DeBellin, and a bench of Sims, uh, Jake Jaroyevich, Crichton, Peachy, and James is the 18th man. The nice port- to see Jack Sims. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, unfortunately for James. Have brothers played against each other in State of Origin? No. No? Like They could eventually one day. I don't think so, but they could. Hmm. Corbin versus Tarek. Um so, yeah, the, the Blues now have Roberts on Gagai and Latrell on Chambers. If Cleary can get a decent good ball to Roberts... Hang on, Latrell, on, again, Latrell versus Chambers still again. on the same side of the field. Again. Ooh, tasty. Again. And then, so if Gagai's defence in the centres and, and how Chambers and Latrell's been going so far, which is essentially Latrell run over him if he's five metres out, which is okay. Mm. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, this game doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't know. It's, it's so weird how... the. Again, as you said, Queensland is dangerous ever. The series is over. Yeah. And the people are trying, trying, really trying to make us care about it. But yeah. Uh, so I'm, gla- I'm glad Queensland are giving Hess another jersey and Tim Glasby, all the boys. Just I'm excited for this game to be over and for Origin to stop hamstringing the NRL for at least a but few what weeks. What do we talk about when Origin's over and there's no player signings? Next year's Origins. Correct. Oh. And Caelan Pong is injured as well. What do we talk about? Caelan Pong is recovery. <laughs> Bring back Controversy Corner again. A oh. I'm a simple man, but I thought we could just talk about the NRL during no, the yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> uh, uh, I've got it. I've got it. Those bloody referees. Oh, yeah. Crowds. Cra- Cra- penalty counts. Crowds and food at Penalty counts and crowds. Those bloody referees. I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> All righty. We'll get into the rest of the news. There's been a fair few injuries this week. Uh, Bunty Arfoy and... Tohu Harris, both out injured. Mm. Uh, Slade Griffin, um, rest in peace, my son. Yeah. Ponga and Napa, both injured. A few signings as well. Sia Soliola has re-signed with the Raiders for 480 years. Good for him. Ryan Hoffman retired. A great servant of the game. He's got 600 caps. Um, That's his salary once. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! (laughs) South has signed Matt McKilrick in an affront to this podcast. We did want to see our friend Lance Corporal Billy Britton get a run. And the Storm of Sign, Marion Seve, Oliver Clark, and Tom Eisenhuth. I'm not sure if any of those are real people. <laughs> uh, anything else? No suspensions? Uh, uh, yeah, there's Victor Radley yeah, and somebody Vic else. Radley. Yeah, Victor Radley. Are you serious? We're going to have any questions. Question time. Boom. First question from the big dog, Harry Ramage. He says, in the wake of Boogie Cousins to Golden State Warriors, does this prove the NRL right for having notional values 
on players to stop these type of absurd super teams. Yeah, so essentially you can't sign some dude for no money if they're a decent player. It's, they don't really do it, have to do it that much, but they did it with Israel Folau a long time ago for 80K kind of thing. And I don't know if I'd say it proves it right. I, it's just different sports, mate. Like, you know, it's, there's, no, there's nothing as influential as one player on the NBA court as they are on an NRL, NRL field. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, next question, Mario Seegs underscore. This is more of a Bungard question. Mm. You can customize a packet of Zupa Dupas. Yep. Say twenty in a pack. Okay. What? Which flavors go in? Uh, twenty pink ones. Fairy floss. Yeah. And then good answer. Yeah, yeah, I don't eat Zupa Dupas. Mm. There you go. I said it. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I bet last time I had one. I mean, none of them are that bad, but obviously, just twenty are the best. I, I think I remember getting the cola ones a lot, like out when I was a kid, and I think the, the fairy floss ones. Yeah, the best ones. And or is it well, bubble gum's and- the worst one? No, bubble gum's blue. They're good. They're the good, worst yeah. is yellow. Yellow, okay. I can't the re- and then cola's probably the second worst. The rest are generally, generally inoffensive, and then pink's the best. Yeah, okay. Next question from Mario Seggs again. Is it possible Blocker isn't actually that bad, and most of Twitter just pile on because it's cool? No. Okay, what is with this, this anti-swing back that happens anytime a lot of people don't like something? It's, oh, everyone's just piling on because it's cool. Uh, I haven't been on Twitter since Blocker Roach exactly right. came but, back but, on. But that's not... Tree. People sometimes just don't like things, and it's really bad that everyone doesn't like it. Yeah, I mean, he's... Yeah. Did, yeah. Didn't we have this thing a few a few years ago about how you know if you call like if you call someone out you're just being a hater? Yeah, well, like that's that's basically the equivalent. Like swinging back, like you can't you become a hater and then you have to stop being a hater well, and then you have to. I start saw liking someone it. wins like oh everyone on Twitter hate. It's become cool on Twitter to hate all the commentary and the media. It's like well no, it's bad. It's just well no everybody. It's just bad. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. We'll share good articles when they come out. Yeah, <laughs> and we do. Yeah, exactly right. Anyway. But you know, Block is terrible, and he's not the worst, unfortunately. No, like, and, and there was a few. There are a few people talking about Kevin Ungama's name being mispronounced, and all well, the pronunciation being changed. Look it up. That's yeah. how a Q is said in Fijian. And he's followed up, and he said um, he watched 50 minutes of the Tigers game and didn't think he was that annoying. Well, I think you've also he, he did cheer the Tigers on in that game. You've also picked a game where he actually knows the team that's playing. Yeah, good point. Eh? So in Tigers games, you will know the players on the field. Mm. Other games, he had no idea who's playing. He and, did keep mentioning some guy, Benny Elias. He kept, yeah. kept calling them by any. Anyway, uh, Miss Sanders question relates. Is Boogie signing with the Warriors more or less cowardly than Bungard? Ooh. The Bungard in general, or is there a particular Bungard? Have you signed about? an NBA contract? No, I'm also not a coward. Pull this, up. Is, this is far more cowardly. Who, who's this? Who's this buffoon? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's not Ando. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not Ando or Jake. There you go. Uh, Campo, 37. Sorry, I mean, right, one of us is throwing shade behind a fake name on Twitter, yeah. while the other one of us has a very real and... That's a real name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'm a real boy. Yeah. <laughs> Provides excellent cool. content on this podcast. Uh, Nick Thank Canton you. says, what can Kalen Ponga learn from watching Kalen Ponga? Great question. Good question. Mm. <laughs> well, as the greatest player of all time, he's always learning from himself. Do we have that <laughs> drop? <laughs> what? The greatest player of all time? Is there a drop for that? Mark Gazzia. Oh, Mark Gazzia. No, no, I don't want to... Give breath to him. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Speaking Mark Gasnier Dale today called Kalen Ponga the best player he's ever seen. Well, he's, uh, he said, he said seen... Well, not today. So, or you know, watched or played against. Okay. And, yeah, like the, the guy's uncle's an immortal. <laughs> well, he's, he, yeah, he's been watching Kalen Ponga is everything he says about people. But like, I'll be trying to say, like, even though I'm bagging Blocker then, I'm at the point now that I will only listen to the commentary if it's Warren Smith or Andrew Voss. Yeah. Every other game now, I put music on, mm. and I only know about the Nable stuff that was so bad. I don't know if I said it's on pod or pre pod to you. Yeah, no, on pod. Oh, yeah. there we go. I know it's so bad. I know it's so bad when people tell me. That's yeah. it. There we go. I'm rambling on. We just talk too much pre pod. I'm repeating myself like an old man. It's okay. All right, blocker. I'll fit right in the commentary box. You would. Um, 
<laughs> Canvas is, is the real Kalen Ponga, the friend Kalen Ponga made along the way. <laughs> it's a, it's, we'll just never know. You've got to mix Kalen Ponga with the regional areas in there somewhere. It'll Surely happen. someone's on that. Uh, Matty at P25, which NRL player would most likely to throw flying knees into a brawl? <laughs> Thumb maker style. Billy, Billy Slater. Yeah. Yeah. That's for right. sure. He's he already done that, hasn't he? Uh, there you Can go. you fly it? Throw a backwards flying knee? Like, that would uh, be Ben Cray. Can that, you throw yeah. it? Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Jumping back. <laughs> um, Paul Mack, on 78, says, as, a, as I'm a basketball casual, explain to me in rugby league terms what happened in the NBA this week. You kind of already did, but um, uh, basically, uh, LeBron going to the Lakers. The way I've had it explained to me, listening to a couple of things, it makes sense. All his business, all his business ventures are there. His... His kid is apparently really good at basketball and he's enrolled in some really good private school over there. And it, mm. it kind of made sense when someone put it to me like, if you're LeBron James's kid in Ohio, you're going to be like, you can't go anywhere. You're yeah. going to be like the biggest celebrity anyway. But if you're LeBron James's kid at some school in Hollywood, you're probably, you probably well, have a better it, chance of just, you know, living your life. It was a family move. And he said, yeah. it, like, he didn't say that publicly yet, but like preseason this year, if you interviews, someone asked him about his, oh, what does another loss to the Warriors feel like, yada, yada. And he was just like, you could see quite evidently he was already happy with what he'd done in NBA basketball terms. Yeah. And whilst he had an amazing season this year, he like, doesn't want to carry a team like he had to, and it's more, more about his family moving now. And I yeah. think moving away from Cleveland, you take that kind of that pressure. Even though Lakers is a pressure environment, you can move away from there, you go to the West. It's less like pressure make the finals, more um, about and your it, family. I, I, I will enjoy Kobe fanboys having to suddenly... Yeah, one of, one of the good comments, though. LeBron. Very rare good comment response or question. Uh, TYHR Blue says, Parramatta signed Cameron Smith then surrounded him with Kyle Lovett, Blake Asher, and William Zillman. <laughs> Which is... Oh, that's... That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, essentially, they signed LeBron James and they surrounded him. Not even with that. It would be like... Okay, who hates Ken Smith out of other teams? It's like signing... Like, like, they're kind of like a Paul Gallen. They got they signed Paul Gallen and whatever. Guys who hate him as well. Like, they, Lance Stevenson is... His biggest rival in the NBA, essentially, even though not the same level player. The guy blow, was blowing in his ear and stuff way back. And mm. Probably the only player in the NBA. Ra- Ra- Rajon Rondo, who famously posed next to someone wearing a shirt that said, LeBron is a bitch, like, yeah. while point, smiling and pointing yeah. at the shirt. But LeBron actually um, likes Rondo. He tried to get into the Cavs last year. Uh, and then I'm, also... Um, I'm sad. Rondo's one of my all-time favorite Celtics. I'm very sad that I'll have to see him in the Lakers. Yeah, and then JaVale McGee. It's like they signed... The people call it the meme team they signed. All the memes. The meme team. And, uh, That's great. That is good. And the, then, the Warriors turned Javel McGee into a boogie. Cop. And the point that you were making it about it being a family move. The only other city that could, he could have potentially gone to is in New York, and you wouldn't want him playing well, in the East. And then he's got mate, he's got two houses in LA yeah. already. His exactly. kids there, and I don't know. His kid might end up playing for the Cavs because the NBA draft is fixed. He won't he won't go first overall, but he'll. Is there a father the son rule? There is a bit, you know, who knows? But, um, who will play in the NBA first, Le, uh, LeBron's son or all of the balls? No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, the other two aren't Leandro's very good. not going to play. Exactly. No, Lamelo is the good one, isn't he? As I always, know, like Mum and Barber, the youngest one's the best. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then Boogie Cousins happened today. Like everyone was like, LeBron going to the Lakers is the worst thing ever. Nah, not anymore. I already remember pretty quickly how much I don't like Lakers fans, though. Mm-hmm. I'd forgotten about that. That was quick. Yeah, uh, Manny McP twenty five. Did Kalen Ponga learn his step from Tim Manor? <laughs> Good question. Very good. Shunner86, is there a study on the correlation between Anthony Milford torching the Raiders and violence in Casa de Bellin? <laughs> <laughs> Up 80%. <laughs> Jeez, that's dark. Chin wags down. <laughs> down 100%. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Mess on us got Ozil. Will Ponga likely out for game three? Is it time to scrap Origin as a concept? It is. It is. What's uh, the point? Um, Mario Seggs is back. Fave game of the World Cup so far. Here's his Spain-Portugal. 
Spain Portugal was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think last night's the second half between Japan and Belgium might have just pipped it for me. That that was wild. Well, was it a tire half of wild shit? Yeah, and maybe like the top three of that Spain Portugal game, uh, and then which I think I might have said on here last week, but since that since we last recorded, we've had Argentina France. Yeah, and Argentina France, Belgium Japan, winner. and they were both lit. and uh, Serbia Switzerland. Also great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but the real answer is the World Cup final next Sunday when England yep. lift the trophy. Okay. Okay, so um, for mine, France, RG, just, yeah, and and Belgium, Japan, quite a banger, and also seeing Spain go out in penalties to Russia. That's great too. But, uh, that game was what an a atrocity. Sa- that, Terrible that, game. The but last save, the Russian save. If you sleep through, you sleep through wow. the entire game to the 109th minute, like some you, of us you did, pl- you played a blinder there. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Well um, if if you're having to live blog that game, on the other hand, no. and well, to I mean, literally he pl- just write center passes to wing, <laughs> passes to halfback, <laughs> holds it. Yeah, Isco over and over had like 108 again. passes backwards um, or whatever, wasn't it? They broke the record for the most ever passes in a game at the World Cup and they mustered nine shots in the entire game. Mm-hmm. That yeah. tells you everything you need to know about that. I'm Stare glad up. they lost. Stare it possession. was so fucking boring. It's I like, hate them. See you later. It's like watching the Bulldogs play this year. Well, yeah. Uh, Matty P25. Mitch, you've never got off Milford Island. Is it time? Sorry. How do you feel about taking games to regional areas? Milford's a man for all people. <laughs> regional, city, country. Islands, everything. Mm. Don't know if people in Canberra feel all that strongly about him in a good way. Well, just leave it that way. We'll leave them out. We don't have to go to Canberra. Okay. <laughs> it's right. more of a transient city leave anyway. Like, Milford did to Canberra what everyone else everyone does to else Canberra. Does, yeah. They're there for three or four years. And then they move put, on. Improve the resume a little with a government job. Yeah. <laughs> and, and move on. It's tough That's to argue it. with it when you put it that way. Yeah. Uh, Matty McPhee again. If Rep Round left us all drunk on footy, was the past round our hangover? There was definitely some hangovers going around. Yeah. I, I didn't mind some of the games. There were some to, close games, but they weren't particularly good for, games. For me, it was like, you know, you, you're at that point where you're drinking. Like, if you're out on the beers, you, you're drinking another beer because you're, you're thinking you're thirsty and you just want another beer, so you drink... A, and you're just making yourself more and more hungover. The, I think the weekend after this, the, this next weekend coming will What's be the hangover. hangover? <sighs> oh. This guy still... So, um, Michael Darren, 79, says, with the top eight likely settled... Lucky to settle weeks away from the finals. Will teams start resting players? Maybe. No. no. Probably not. Paramount should. Uh, and then he's thought, and he asked us our thoughts on Neymar. I despise him. Yeah, not a, not a fan. My yeah. least favourite athlete. Play, Apart from the ones that like beat up women, he's my least favourite athlete. Plays for sport. a shit We don't have club. to watch them beat their women. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> pull back. Yeah, yeah he's, he's an embarrassment. He's, yeah. he's yeah. the... He, he's, he, been, he's been one of the memes of the World Cup and... Like he the, turns away casual fans. That's yeah, what I, was, he I was trying to exactly think of a way right. to word it. Like he's the reason I've got mates who like my whole life will like have ripped on me for being like a massive soccer fan because yeah, yeah. of guys like him who are just a joke. Look, last night was disgraceful. Even mm. for him, that was embarrassing. And the fact that there's now VAR and he's still carrying on like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, combined question. Mario Siegs asks thoughts on the basket brawl, and Frankie says, <laughs> "No real question. Just fuck the Philippines and how good is Don Maker?" Uh, all good points. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think the saddest thing of the whole brawl was the Philippines team taking a selfie after that it. That was yeah. sad. Also, it, it, Andre Blatch yeah. playing for the Philippines. Why yeah. not? Mm. Um, also, throwing chairs at people. Not good. Not great. Well, the NBA is dead. So, international yeah. basketball has now well, been sparked to life. It's time for the NBA to rise. It is. I'm a big gate guy now. Big yeah, on bogey. Hate Liz Cambridge and DJs <laughs> in general. All about, as I said, kings, not rings. That's yeah. what I'm for. You're stacking rings in the NBA. We're stacking kings in Sydney. Okay? Yeah. We're in. NBL's time is now, people. I'm telling you. The A-League's in decline. The NBA's in decline. The NBL is ready to rise. 
It's going to be the world yeah. league, mate. If you, if you like people, NBA sorry, score lines are half of the NBA game, sixty to seventy. If you don't like great shooting, <laughs> if, if you, you like, like if you like high school basketball, if you like, maybe, the league for if you you. like maybe one or two dunks a game. <laughs> if you're lucky, <laughs> we're in. Um, Mario says, "Geez, Mario, you were bored today." Does LBJ leaving the East Conference make it completely irrelevant, or will Philly, Toronto, and Boston all improve enough to be a challenge? Well, it will never be irrelevant because some one of them has to be in the finals. That's the best part. I think that the well, the one the, the different thing is like the Warriors would beat an East All Star team tomorrow easily. Yeah, there's only one of the maybe one or two of the top fifteen players in the NBA are in the East. The the three best players in the East are what uh, Giannis, Kyrie, and then Embiid. Or maybe NBA above Kyrie, and then John Wall in his day. We had a bad year, but you know, but like that team wouldn't beat the the Warriors. No, but yeah, then there's you know that's you know saying that. But um, I think um, I think I read something the other day. Where I think it was every person that's received an MVP vote in the last five years is in the, is West. In the West, except yeah. for Isaiah Thomas, who's a free agent. And so, I mean, and I mean, really, the, the East was kind of irrelevant bar the LeBron storyline the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, they may as well just fast forward to Celtics versus Sixers in the. Final, the conference finals now for the right to well, get mate, destroyed by if Golden you're State. the Bucks this is, the time is now though as well you have the best player in the conference you've got a new coach you've still got good parts around him the time is now for the Bucks if you're doing anything Delhi the man that's best it. player in the conference that's true we forgot about him and then um, but for, for me it's not the like I'll, we lost LeBron but then the next day Boogie happened and it was like you know what it's it's not great to not matter anymore, but also it's like I don't have to sit there and watch my team all year, worry about the Warriors, make shit signings, throw twenty million at whoever, and then get up there and lose four 0 in the final. At least now it's a good. We're time not going to gonna have Cavs Warriors this year. We're not, and it's like well, at least I, like I don't have to watch them lose the finals again, and I, they can take. You're going to get maybe, like you're going to get the first pick in the draft again. And, well, yeah, or maybe it maybe after the Warriors are fantastic in like four years, we might be attending. Probably not because we're terrible. <laughs> we're all we're only LeBron it, or nothing. It's just genuinely but, crazy that. That this has happened, like that, yeah. just one team is just so much better than everybody. Yeah, else. and then um, and yeah, but the, there's Boston Sixers, and then maybe the Raptors can be frisky without nah. uh, without Casey there. Frauds. Maybe maybe the Wizards can do something. They got rid of Gortat, who's rest, uh, upsetting the dress the dressing room, and maybe the Bucks can do something. But there's like ten good teams in the West. Mm. <laughs> oh, maybe the Pacers, mate. Maybe please. Um, Mario again. Will the men of match performance from DC in Game Three silence even a single hater? No. Is it or it'd be dismissed because it doesn't count? It'll be dismissed if it doesn't count. Media would try and make it silence people. Everyone else would be like, it's game three, who gives a shit? Do you think anyone of like there's any dead rubber the blues won in the last twelve years change anyone's opinion of any players? I doubt it. No. Uh next question again from Mario. So that performance by Milford, did it come about from him watching videos of Pongo to learn how to run? I like mm. to think so. That he learned things of Calum Pongo. Hey, and iMort7 says, not a question, but I finished the season with a positive PER. He's proud of me. I don't know how I finished the positive one because I think it was negative in like four games. Mm. But I'll take Did it. You, how'd your team go? Well, uh, we've got the final coming up soon. I didn't travel to last night's game. and It was it's 9.30 in Carring Bar and on, on, on a school night. As did, you know, with the issues did, with Origin and everything, couldn't go there to Carring Bar at 9.30. And uh, no coincidence, they absolutely smoked the team without me there. They had their biggest victory of the season. Mitch getting slapped with DNPs oh, in clutch yeah. games. Damn, you hate man. to see it. It's all right. It was a voluntary one. It was. It was. It yep. was like when a Rodney Hood had to pee. Okay. <laughs> of the Did they play with oh, wait, four? Sorry, that was Derek Rose. No, no, they played with. They had six. Oh, okay. Five last week, but yeah, we, did, we got the final in two weeks or finals. You working on the bricks? Yeah, oh mate, mm. I am. Me <laughs> and the, the Lakers backcourt. They're going to build a house. <laughs> Lord. Uh, I Ward to get. He says, "What is the biggest rot in history?" Demarcus Cousins for five mil. 
Oh, well, Knuckles not getting MVP. So Knuckles is our best player. Didn't get MVP of the tournament. They do MVP where we are. Clearly the best player in the league. The stats tracking is home court tracking or something. that mm. They got it all wrong, but yeah. It is a rort. That's relevant to one person listening Thanks, to Thanks, rorts. Great. Okay, he <laughs> says, I'm Mort7. Who would win in a real Twitter beef? Okay, okay. So if, is it on Twitter or is it in real life? He said, me with Dan, which is other Dan, as his handicap, or me with Bungard as my handicap? Well, if it's on Twitter, me and Bungard are beating you quite easily. What, are we going to beat two illiterate peasants in, in a war of words? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. In person, you being 6'7", is, yeah, isn't he, is like a really big? Really yeah, big. we'll be fine. And we, and we've, me and you have been shredding. Yeah. <laughs> We're not big. Um, <laughs> but uh, I feel like Sado is a real, is a real p- problem there. He's a real dead weight. For, he might be a scrapper. He might be a scrapper. At the, no, no. Well, look, that head seen plenty of scraps, but we're in we're in huge we're in huge, <laughs> we're in wow. huge trouble. We are internet warriors that we're fine. We are <laughs> on the internet. We've got it. Um, Ready eights. Rate your favourite sporting transfers. Uh, for mine, uh, Liverpool getting Fernando Torres number one. That was a good one because spent uh, way too much on him though. No, they like, made a, they like, made no, a profit. Yeah, like, true, they did make a profit. But it's like, since then, they've had good signings like Salah, Salah yes. Suarez, whatever. But Torres was like the first like, really big player in my time support of Liverpool. They got from another club. Mm. So that one, uh, Anthony Milford to the Broncos. Yep. And uh, LeBron back to the Cavs. Those are my three favourites. Please. What? Greg Inglis. Yep. And any other ones? Leeds signed some random Polish dude at some point, didn't they? Uh, they, got new, they got a new coach. Took him to like eighth do, or something. Do coaches count? Pontus, Pontus Jansen. Well, I mean, no Played one knew World he Cup was games. when they signed him. He's still in the World yeah, Cup. Mm-hmm. You had cash for Schmeichel at one point, didn't you? Yeah, they, yeah Colin, uh, Neil Warnock said he wasn't good enough. Yeah, there you go. Good, good what's, what, what's Neil Warnock doing with himself? He's manager of Cardiff. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, no. I'm no good. favorite transfers. Seamus Coleman for 60 grand. Oh, Surely you, you were happy when Rooney came back. Uh, yeah, mainly because we got him in a free, but we did lose, you know, one of the best strikers in the world. Nah, yeah. Look. And and what about uh, anyone Sydney FC mate? You know, Joel Griffiths not doing a nah, well, big, Adam Griffiths. Big, big Adam Griffiths. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did we ever sign Roston Griffiths? Uh, uh, no. Any more Griffiths? Uh, um, what about Paul Reed for the uh, the Champions League? <laughs> that, that didn't get you going. What about Angie Durante and Nikolai Topol Stanley? Oh my lord! <laughs> what was the um the centre back for? From uh, Newcastle, that Thiago, that was, he was who wasn't really good enough bad. for Newcastle, we R- thought. We remember when he it. he played for Newcastle and got stretched like theatrically stretched off at a Sydney Sydney home yeah. game, and then somebody threw a bottle of water at him, and he picked the bottle of water up and drank from it, and then like six weeks later signed for Sydney. Yeah, it was terrible. Also, he then signed for Minnesota in the American second tier, didn't get any games, got sent off in a preseason friendly, and then never made an MLS appearance. Well, he wasn't good enough for the A League. No, because he, he sucked. Yeah, you're exactly right. What other Sydney FC? What other good transfers did Sydney FC had? Oh, when Del Piero signed, that, that was, was crazy. Yeah, that was. Remember people watched the A League. <laughs> no, I remember banked that, that away. Yeah. Remember the All Italian Sydney, uh, Sydney Morning Herald back page? It was one of, one of the best back pages mm. of all time. What did it say, Mama Mia or something? It's no, a, no, no, it just no. Said, <laughs> it's just, it's just a gigantic gesture. No, no, no. It wasn't like some Roy embarrassing Masters, pun. Roy Masters wrote an article, and the, the headline was in in Italian. The whole back page, whole back page was in Italian, Italian. And, and it was pink. It pink it was like pink. the Gazzetta della Sport is yeah. in Italy. It was brilliant. It was great. Mm. There you go. Good stuff. Um, Mr. Unscratch Triple Eight, which take of yours do you think Kevy would suck the most about? Surely it's not the fact that he's a shit coach that should never coach an NRL team. Well, that would be what he'd be most shitty about. I'm <laughs> sure he would probably take issue with that. Yeah, big issue with that. Uh, he would take issue, I feel, with the most mundane of takes. Like, I don't know, daylight savings is good well, and pineapple sometimes he, belongs on pizza. He tried to have like he, he tried to justify his team being bad for effort. Yeah. Uh, you're in, you're well, in a competitive try, environment. They tried. 
you won your six premierships on effort, did you, Kevy? Did you? We, we just tried so hard. But, and also his point about oh, you know, we we lost by two goal kicks. It's like yeah, but that's also like one whole we, try. We lost. You no, know? it's four points. You lost. And I think it's also like Queensland happily more accept as a as a public. The underdog story of when the team gets battered but loses by twelve or whatever, or fights back but loses by six, they're happy with that. The yeah. difference is this team was better in game two and lost. Yeah, effort, mm. effort, mm. Mm. brilliant. Uh, Eddie NZ with Fox tanking the NRL coverage. Give me your worst call team and post match panel. Well, this is easy. Like the worst call team is they have four in their calls generally now, right? Right. Yep. So Matt Nable's the main caller. Yep. It's a Knights game with Danny Badiris and yep. a Blocker and Abraham Nasser are the other two. And okay. possibly it's Knights Tigers because Blocker loves the Tigers, Badiris loves the Knights, and Anasta hates the Tigers. So they'll all be full of all their bias. That's it. You got you got a worse one? You've nailed it. Hmm. And post match panel, well, Anasta goes back to the studio or something, I don't know. But I don't the post match panel man, I the moment the game finishes, I'm off. Yeah. Gasney isn't the worst one and Maddie Johns, whatever, that'll do. Mm. No, fair. Can't really disagree. I yeah. feel sorry for uh, is it Matt Russell? Yeah. He's constantly a sideline eye. Like he's a decent caller. <laughs> was he commentating the basketball? I feel for the bloke. He's a decent <laughs> no, caller. Not, was he on the basketball coverage yesterday? Yeah, I think so. Could have been. I'm not crazy. Like I thought he was commentating I'm on. Surprised it wasn't Speedy. He commentates so everything he's else. Everything. Good question from Matt Coleman. Which footballer born in 1998 whose name starts with K- the letter K is superior? Kalen Ponga or Kylian Mbappe? Uh, well, <laughs> Mbappe was called the Ponga of the World Cup. I mean, he. D- I've saw, I've seen those goals and those were finishes like Ponga. They were. Mm. <laughs> he's got the, in the AFL. They would say his goal kicking is very good. Which name? Which name would you rather? Would you rather be Kalen or or Killian? You're Killian's not far. You're name. not far from. You know, Killian is a good name. I don't like it, especially not spelt like that. Yeah, fair. How I think would you I'd spell probably, it. Well, I'd, I'd go C I L I L L I A N. Why not? <laughs> Messer um, Ozil says which from restaurant slash cafe slash pub food item do you find most consistently disappointing when you order it for Wed- him it's nachos wedges well, ordering wedges is your first I know mistake. I know you've, you've, hey, look you've, I'm you've, just answering you've, the questions you've messed up is there one of those things you haven't had them for so long you think you know what wedges might be good yeah we should all get a pl- we should get a plate of wedges guys everyone yeah. likes wedges what a great no. idea with, with like sour cream enough for two wedges yeah <laughs> it's never a good idea I bathe, yeah. bathe them in the milk that's left yeah. nachos is a pretty good shout yeah um also, most of the time, if you ever, if you ever, if you ever get loaded fries, they're usually shit. Mm. Oh yeah, but the Aussie ones are overseas. They're yeah, fine. Well, that's what I'm Here saying. Terrible. Like, yeah, um, steaks. If it's yeah. not a steakhouse, I'm so sick of ordering medium rare or rare. I go to some pubs and order rare, expecting medium rare, and getting cooked. All the well, look, through. I literally just order chicken palms wherever yeah, I go. Palm yeah, and city the usually the because they can't. You can't. You can't there screw is, it up. There is some pubs that get it wrong, and it's when they get a chicken palm wrong, it's your day's ended. Yep. That's the simplest thing ever. You just have to throw meat, chicken in the fry and bang some cheese on it, you dickhead. <laughs> like, <laughs> you you can't do that. Maybe you shouldn't have a yeah. kitchen. I don't know. Uh, you just have to bang some cheese geez, on it, you there's a lot of There's a lot of questions here. I've got to start speed answering some of these now. Pat Lawrence 26. Who was a bigger, in a bigger hole? The Bulldogs or the 12 kids in the Thailand cave? Fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> Great stuff. Oh, shit. Uh, to be fair, both of them are going to be stuck there for months. So, <laughs> fucking hell. Pat really hates the Bulldogs. That's he hates the Bulldogs. Good. That's Pat, great. Gear. No, it's Pat, Pat hates your the Bulldogs more than I do. He's one of your mates. Yeah, yeah. There you go. ELC, TCT. What are some of the most examples of Rajon Rongo to the Lakers equivalent in NRL, as in worst fit imaginable? Woods when he went to the Bulldogs. What mo to the Eels? Yeah, post got to the Eels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Jonathan Thurston coming back from injury. Yeah. South. Yeah. You're head of Cook. Yeah. There has to be worse ones. 
Ah, uh, whatever. I we- think that the, we're just sort of naming like over the hill guys that club signed. Whereas I think the Rondo thing is he's not over Disruptive, the hill. Though. Yeah. yeah. So uh, maybe our answers aren't exactly tr- correct I'm, here. I'm trying. To I think, think it's more like if. Um, but the ego thing's so different here to the Yeah, the stuff that's influenced when they leave clubs generally doesn't always travel with them. Like when oh, when I've, no, no, I've got, left, it. I've got, got it, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Um, Jared Haynes of the Titans, nailed yeah. it, Boom. nailed it. Uh, next one, Gilby underscore Gillard. How mentally screwed are the Raiders players? And any advice of our fan base on how to deal with the weekly disappointments if we aren't playing the Tigers? Drink. Yeah, look, ice. <laughs> it's cheap and it's plentiful. <laughs> it is. It is. Go for, it. Go for, seriously, go for a hike. See the world. You live in a wonderful city if you live in Canberra. Go and see the mountains. It's yeah. the, the Raiders are worse than an abusive partner. Yeah, Ooh, that's true. At least, the, at least the partner buys you flowers. At least they say sorry and try and make it up for you after. Yeah, the, no. the Raiders just don't. They just hit you again next week. Boys. <laughs> boys. What? Or is the first yeah. half of them saying sorry? Okay. <laughs> they hit you again wow. full time. Please and move then, on to the next Daddy Boy 985. Did anything ever watch footage of Kalen Ponga during last time of last week's game? Yes. Mm. What was that, sorry? Going on. Next one. What okay. is the worst for ruining their... Res- who is Which is worse, sorry, for ruining their respective competitions? The Warriors' full team of All-Stars or Kevin Walters' coach Queensland side? Well, it's only a two-team competition. Yeah, the, the, no, the, the Warriors have killed the... The NBA. Warriors are ruining like, the best league in the world. Mm. <laughs> Going to get on to some Eurobasket, are we? Actually, I've got, a, <laughs> I've got a trendy answer to that question, Dale, but yeah. I think the answer is actually Bayern Munich. Yes, Ooh, good answer. That's that's people are so used to that one. No one watches the league. But, like, yeah. if if you guys don't like the Bundesliga is great. The crowds are amazing. The football's quite it's good. The, but it's the highest. It's the I'm fairly highest sure attendance. Highest attendance they do the, the Golden State Warriors, but every year. But forever. basically, what happens is literally every single year they will just hoover up the best players from all the lesser teams. Like yeah. Leon Goretzka is signed for them. Uh, Serge Nabry is signed for them this yeah. year. Um, and they'll they'll just take every year, every year, every they, year. and they took mm. the coach of um Hoffenheim. Yep. There was a Hoffenheim. Where, who, where was Kovac coaching, Dale? He's just, he's just Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim. As an yeah. accountant, yeah. too. Yeah. That's, that's they, they, yeah, they, they, they just yeah. they hoover up every good player and uh, and coach that that can that can possibly hurt them from every other team. Oh, and, and also they don't pay tax. Okay. Next question. Uh, Gilby and I saw Gillard again. Thoughts on the Instagram account of Brett Dallas? Well, I didn't know that existed. I'm not on Instagram. Uh, neither did I. Neither did I. There you go. Can we... It must be good, though. Do we need to... Well, I I'm mean, like, do you I'm want like me to a, start looking at? Yeah, I'll, I'm I'll like put it up on my phone yeah, while you get to I'm, the next. I'm like question. an old man with Instagram. I've got one. I haven't got enough room for one more social media. I don't, I don't have it, but my dog does. Danny Boy again. Given Kev's hate for the Broncos, did Bobby Four tries in Colfer's rep career before it even started with the ankle breaking match winner? Possibly. There was a great effort from Bobby Four tries mm. put felt in his place, but I think Corey Oates should have been there a long time ago. Anyway, his form's been fantastic. Danny Boy again. Given plastic bags being banned for being toxic and destructive, we also banned Kevin Walters for coaching for the same reason. Good. <laughs> good. There's some good hard gear in the comments. This I'm, week. En- I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Daddy Boy again. Is Callum Ponga so good he will still get the Dalian while sitting on the sideline? I think he's still a red hot crack. I don't he think is. three games is enough. He is. There's no one else. Really, like, Widdop needs to put up a big challenge in the next couple of weeks. Mm. Hamish Neal. How tough will it be for Brad Arthur to get another NRL gig after the current Eels rabble? Sure, some other factors in the back room haven't helped, but his possible move back to the Storm at some point seems a long way off. Yeah, look, he probably gets... Most coaches, if you're de- still decent enough for a couple of years, you probably get, you get another run around. I think if he misses the Eels, he might get another run around if he gets punted soon. Mm. But I feel like they're going to go through this year with him again and give him a shot next year. You know, it's it's very rare that a guy got the team to the top four, you know, last year and then never gets a coaching gig again in the future. Uh... Thought I know FP. Well, actually, f- happened to Fitler though. What am I saying? 
It probably didn't want to leave more anywhere either, anyway. Uh, Final FB, on a scale of 1 to 10, how lazy is it to order Uber Eats that is less than one kilometre from your house? That's quite lazy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't order a lot of takeaway, but uh, I have considered there's there's like little Caesars on the corner of the street, and when it was raining one day, I had considered to get him to deliver it for me. Mm. But it's extremely lazy. It is. Under a kilometre. Mm. Um, Eels TCT, give me one player from your team everyone else likes, but you secretly don't rate. Um... Secretly, don't rate. Well, I don't know. I, I can't be secret about one, yeah, mate. I, I'm, I'm not really in that boat. But either, I would, right? I would probably say closest one is Matt Gillett. But like, I'm on all these things talking all the time. Like, I can't yeah. be secret about it. Mm. I don't like Matt Gillett. <laughs> this yep. Instagram is unhinged. It is. It's fucking weird, man. <laughs> yeah. Have you got any takes on players you don't like on your team? Uh, Dan Gagai. That, yeah, that'd but be everyone doesn't. Secret. No one likes him. Yeah, ours aren't secret. That's it. LCCT again. Which position do you think Callum Ponga would play for the Golden State Warriors? Well, he's, mate, he's, he's, got, he's taking Steph's spot. He's a point guard. He's got yeah. the ball in his hand. You just want the ball in his hands as much as you can get it in his hands. That's it. And last question, Swiss underscore Cowboy for 78 says, what the fuck is wrong with Kevy? <laughs> so like DCM are all idiots with like 10 question marks. Yes. Correct. Probably a good way to end, eh? Yeah, my lord. That was a lot of Kevy and Ponga stuff in the comments nah, there. some great gear in there. Let's that, be that one about um, most toxic... <laughs> Also, the, the cave gear. Worse with the environment, eh? Heavy or the, the plastic bags. Alrighty, I think that'll do us for this week. <laughs> See you later, everyone. See you, guys. Bye. Meet Eddie, 23 years old. Fed up with life and the way things are going, he decides to rob a liquor store. But on his way in, he has a sudden change of heart. And suddenly, his conscience comes into play. Alright, stop. Now before you walk in the door of this liquor store and try to get money out the drawer, you better think of the consequence. Who are you? I'm your motherfucking conscience. That's nonsense. Go in, gap for the money, and run to one of your aunt's cribs. And borrow a damn dress, the one of a brown wig. I'm telling you need a place to stay. You'll be safe for days if you shave your legs with Renee's razor blades. Yeah, but if it all goes through like it's supposed to, the whole neighborhood knows you and they'll expose you. Think about it before you walk in the door first. Look at the store clerk, she's older than George Burns Fuck that, do that shit, shoot that bitch Can you afford to blow this shit? I do that rich? Why you give a fuck if she dies? Are you that bitch? Do you really think she gets the fuck if you have kids? Man, don't do it, it's not worth it to risk it right. Not over this shit, Stop. drop the biscuit Don't even listen to Slim, yo, it's bad for you You know what, Dre? I don't like your attitude Meet Stan, 21 years old. After meeting a young girl at a rave party, things start getting hot and heavy in an upstairs bedroom. Once again, his conscience comes into play. Now listen to me, while you're kissing her cheek and smearing her lipstick, I slip this in a dream. Now all you gotta do is nibble on this little bitch's earlobe. Yo, this girl's only 15 years old. You shouldn't take advantage of her, that's not fair. Yo, look at her bush, does it got hair? Fuck this bitch right here on the spot there Till she passes out She forgot how she got there Man, ain't you ever seen that one movie, kids? No, but I seen the porno with son Nubian Shit, you wanna get hard off the jail? Man, fuck that Hit that shit raw dog and bear Meet Grady A 29-year-old construction worker After coming home from a hard day's work he walks in the door of his trailer park home to find his wife in bed with another man. Alright, calm down, relax, and start breathing. Fuck that shit, you just bought this bitch cheating. 
While you at work, she's with some dude trying to get off. Fuck slit in the throat, cut this bitch's head off. Wait, what if there's an explanation for this shit? What? She tripped, fell, landed on his dick? Alright, Shady, maybe he's right, Brady. But think about the baby before you get all crazy. Okay, thought about it. Still wanna stab her? Grab her by the throat, get the daughter and kidnap her? That's what I did. Be smart, don't be a retard. You gonna take advice from somebody who slapped D Barnes? What you say? What's wrong? Didn't think I remember? I'ma kill you, motherfucker. Ah, uh -huh, temper, temper. Mr. Dre, Mr. and W.A., Mr. A.K., coming straight out of Compton, y'all better make way. How in the fuck you gonna tell this man not to be violent? Cause he don't need to go the same route that I went. Been there, done that. Oh, fuck it. What am I saying? Shoot them both, Brady. Where's your gun at?